What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, and Joe Dells. And this is episode 232. In this episode, we're going to recap the Thanksgiving NFL games, give our boom fantasy props for Sunday, and then we'll have OG on the show to talk about the loaded Western Conference, the Pacers' surprising start, and more hope all of you guys had an amazing thanksgiving this is the first show since thanksgiving that we're doing i appreciate all you guys how was your thanksgiving so early uh it was good it was good yeah i got to spend time with my family got to see my little cousins i was sword fighting with them and stuff's pretty cool that's nice. How about you, Rick? I had a pretty good Thanksgiving. I had an amazing time. Yeah. I'm so... Sword. Just... Yeah, no, I stopped. But then I was just like... Yeah, I was going to gloss right over it. <laughs> NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Not real swords, obviously. No, we, I know. So what sword <laughs> are we talking about? I'm Just very like wooden confused. wooden ones. You know? uh, like uh, 58 seconds one. into the show. Uh, <laughs> wooden ones. How was yours, Riff? Uh, you guys are great. sick. We're sick. I was ready to move out. I was, I was, not, I was gonna say too. a thing. I wasn't gonna say. I'm a not thing. in the right mindset to move on from that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, my Thanksgiving was cool. You know, I just did yeah. a lot of good things. To, um, spent time with my family. It was cool. Nice, bro. Yeah, it felt great watching the football games and stuff. I had a talk with my um cousin. I asked him about the the head coaching experience and how that was and how to work through it and how to get into it. And he was like, "Man, listen, you you want to do it? You're ready to have no life." Facts. Grind like from September to like May, and then like a little bit of June, to a little bit of July, and so he was uh he was definitely long hours too. He's giving know. me that conversation yeah. seven days a week. Why was he a coach? You do you have to really love it? Yeah. Was your cousin a coach? Yeah, he coached at Tulane. Oh, he tough. coached at um St. John's. Uh, Basketball. Yeah, he's he's one of the he was one of the best assistant coaches in the country. Stuff. I forgot the third one. We were just talking about this shit. But uh, yeah, he coached with um Chris Mullen, so he he was there with him. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, he told me. So um I told him, oh okay, well not right now. Probably when I'm like forty or some shit, like yeah. thirty five. That's when I'm really gonna like lock in. Yeah. Shit. You know, I'm really glad you asked about my Thanksgiving. I really am. Here you go. Because it started off with a bang. You know, Joel was over here gloating about being undefeated. And I'm, sh- I'm sorry you didn't pull up, bro. It was a nine in the morning. I'm not getting up that early. <laughs> Anyways, where'd you guys play at? Carlock. Carlock. Yeah, I'm I've been Park. sleeping Carlock. at four in the morning recently, so I'm not waking up that early. So it's yeah, he was he's undefeated, never lost a day, uh, uh, Thanksgiving lost. day. Yeah. How much you lost by? One, five to six. What was immaculate about it was the last drive that we had. It's five downs the whole field. Mm-hmm. The first three plays, absolute duds. We didn't do shit. No completions. <laughs> right, bro. Fourth down, I throw the ball maybe three quarters the length of the field. We complete the pass. Our boy Tyler Sanchez didn't have a catch all day. The very last play, fifth down, had to clutch it to win the game. Mm-hmm. Touchdown. So you guys do only five downs the whole field? Whole field, yeah. Uh, no first what, what position does Joe play? Quarterback. Joe, yeah, Joe's quarterback, what too. On defense. 
Uh, we played like linebacker. Yeah, like linebacker. we usually we, we had a lot of people there. We usually only have like five. We played like seven Bro, on seven. Going through those progressions was crazy. Yeah, you legitimately tougher. had to see six, seven people in a matter of seconds. Yeah. And everyone's wearing different colored shirts and shit. It's hard to see. Uh, but Drew needed one. You know, three oh. and one. You know, he That's played. Right. quarterback I, a few starts, years. I balled. Um, I balled. You know, Three-zero he's, comeback. He's got. A, he got his one. I had yeah. four touchdowns. I ate. one. How many interceptions? Had one. I had two. It's great. You had two. I had two. One, but it was a. You but it can't judge quarterback play after that. One, but it was a dropped pass into an interception. But you know what? I still put that on me. Two, but five that's good. Shot. That's good quarterback answer. That's great quarterback yeah. response. Zach Wilson needed that. They take some notes. Zach Wilson needed that type of. We needed response. a reporter after the game. We should, did. Should have called me. Uh, you wouldn't have came. Uh, you know. No, no, no. He's I was actually no, up at eight. He's one hundred percent right. You no, weren't. I was literally actually up. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. I would have. You would have told me. I. We did. No, you didn't tell me what time. You actually never told me the time. You just said we're playing football. I was actually up that day at 7.30 in the morning. I was up helping. I was cleaning up because you only got to clean up because Thanksgiving's at our house, so we got to clean up and stuff like that. So I was up. I was wide the fuck awake. I was actually playing Call of Duty. So if you would have hit me like, yo, Rip, I would be like, I could make it work. He's lying through his teeth. Because I called him that day on Thanksgiving, and I told him that I didn't go because it was at 9 in the morning, and Rip was like, Oh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Damn, he just snitched on you crazy. I, I could have made it, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have liked if you would have called me like, yo, Riv. Riv loves to be invited just to tell he us to fuck ourselves. Makes, Literally. It just makes me feel like I'm special. And I was Can't, thought of. <laughs> you are thought of, but you never pull up. But that's not. Uh, how, how do I know I'm thought of if you don't tell me I'm invited? Because every I other time you, we invite you, do. Si- he doesn't. That's so fucked up. No, and it's, not it's, true. It is true. You're racist. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're five minutes into the show talking about racism and sword fighting. (laughs) It's okay. What do you mean, sword fighting? Y'all are (laughs) You're the one who started this, bro. No, you did. You did. I'm sorry. Wooden swords. How how the hell are we supposed to? (laughs) What? I'm playing with my little cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That doesn't help your case, bro. That does not help your case. Yo. Yo. Okay. Now, we really did start the show Grim as fuck. Y'all are crazy, bro. Oh, it's your mind out, out the gutter for a bunch I of am, sick guys. I am crying. Wow. Like the middle, the medieval times ones. You never had. I those got before? you. No, yeah, actually, we're on the same page yeah, well, now. I was like eight. Yeah, middle still, times. We were fencing, basically. That's what it is. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Middle times, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, cool. Back in the day, I got I got to be like a kid for a little bit. It was pretty fun. Facts. I was whooping their ass. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Those shows were amazing. <laughs> Very and medieval times, yeah, yeah amazing there was a lot of shows. Fun. Food was mid, but amazing. I always, I always loved the food. I think it's because we were young as fuck. True. So we, yeah, we facts. Like, we if I went like back everything. now, it's yeah, probably, yeah, probably outside of that. How are you guys feeling? Turkey like, right? Yeah, it was. It was turkey. Yeah. It was like medieval food. Like yeah, they try yeah. to make it so nasty. You could only eat, put your hands and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, how are you guys feeling now? Rejuvenated. A couple days off from work. I wish I could say the same. No, yeah, you're fucked. I feel great. Is that a Vikings hat? No, it's a Lakers. Oh, you never know with you. No, I actually knew that was a Lakers hat. Like, oh, okay. I, I, if I had to guess, it would yeah. be a Lakers hat. Wore, I don't know, you wore a Cowboys jersey last week. You did indeed. It's for Ezekiel me. Elliott. No, you surprised me goal. with that one, though. I never thought you would I love that. Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know why he's talking shit like he didn't know I had this jersey for months. Yeah, he's months. fucked up for that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all right, man. Worked a, an, a cute 12-hour overnight shift. Took a quick nap before this. And now we're here. But here we are. I feel great, man. I jammed my thumb at the gym yesterday. Um, what were you hitting? Are you playing ball? No, I was playing ball, undoubtedly. Um, Do you lift? No. Nah. I go right to that gym. No. 
I like I I laugh at all the people lifting because I'm not like I'm not doing that. I go right to the gym. Or don't you want to be swole like me? I do. Not like you, but I do want to be swole. But um, I just Why not like Drew. Because well, one, we have different bodies, and uh, two, I would be a little bit. My body would be is a You're little fatigued. bit better than his. In a fatigued. sense, like yeah. we had this conversation. Right? So I don't know why he like we like my body just a little bit. It would be a little bit. If you better. actually decided to bulk up, maybe that statement would ring true. It's just, I don't got that grind in me right now. So. You don't got that dog in you. Over the past couple of days, I've been just uh, on YouTube, searching up terms on Google. Just Zach Wilson, man. <laughs> it's really, just really been, I just can't believe what's happening right now. I've been searching up his name, looking for some greats to back him up. Kurt Warner, actually, you know, he actually gave, actually backed him a little bit. I, I, I like Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner's a, a, a good <laughs> Kurt dude. Warner's a goat. A good dude. You know, he has Zach Wilson number one ranked as his quarterback coming out of college, you know. That's Hall of probably, Fame quarterback. Well, that's probably why he's backing yeah. him. Yeah, but he Stupid. was just saying, you know, Zach has his flaws, but the offense also is not helping him too much. Um, what about your boy Chris Sims? Oh yeah, he's 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 backing up backing him up crazy. Yeah, stuff. I know. He's he he his take on the uh, press conference debacle was that there are young players on the Jets that just talk too much, like Elijah Moore being one of them and Garrett Wilson being another one. Like they just they're t- they talk too much. You know what I'm saying? That that was his take on the situation for the most part. What does that have to do with Zach? Yeah, what is because the- after Zach gave the no answer, you know Garrett Wilson. Basically said the offense was sorry. And he was, you know, very emotional about his response. Yeah. Garrett wasn't out of line, though. He wasn't out of line. But, you know, it is. it did show kind of his, how young he is. Maybe. being that passionate about maybe, that. Maybe. What are we And then Elijah Moore. Here? Elijah Moore, when he requested a trade and stuff, like, you know, that's, that's what Chris Elijah, Yes, Elijah's, Elijah's different. different. If Zach would have oh. said yes, the offense to blame. But instead of no, just said yes, maybe that statement has any type of backbone. But, dude, what what are we doing here? He said, no, move on. <laughs> he did apologize to the team for source after the fact, a couple no, days and after. And I have no problem with Garrett Wilson putting his heart on his sleeve, being yeah. upset that the offense is garbage. No, yeah, he wasn't I don't, I don't either. Anybody. So, I'm, yeah. No, I'm, and I'm not talking. I'm talking to Chris Sims. Ooh. What kind of statement is that? They talk too much when Zach's clearly embarrassed himself. So, But I we're going to point at Garrett Wilson? Yeah, I'm, you're losing me. Yeah, I think that it was wrong to point at Garrett Wilson, but I do understand his uh-huh. point because in a, in a veteran locker room, when you have veteran receivers and stuff, the Jets this year have had a lot of younger players come out and kind of throw the team under the bus, whether it's been the OC or Zach or whatever it's been. It's really just been Elijah. Like, yeah, did, it's been Elijah. Did, it's, it's really been, Elijah. just been Elijah. Did, did we come out here and slander Derek Carr when he was basically crying at the podium? Calling out the guys in the locker room, saying that people don't give a hundred percent. No, that's we, different. No, but I'm saying in terms of Garrett Wilson, the difference for me, and this is what Chris Sims explained too, and I kind of understand his point. Derek Carr has leeway to say that. He does. Fair. He's been in, in with the Raiders his entire career. He's been through dysfunction. He is Las Vegas. He is Oakland. Where Garrett Wilson, he's a rookie. You know, as a rookie, you kind of have to just kind of. I guess follow line, you know what I'm saying? Like not be so outspoken because it could, uh, it could you know go over to the locker room. Who's, so the, who's the leader? Also the best. Who's the leader on Receiver. the Jets right now? I would say right Mosley. now, CJ Mosley, Quinnen, uh, Sauce. Like they're all young guys. Is my whole point. Yeah, outside of CJ. So yeah, CJ if, no, Mosley. Mosley's yeah. definitely Quinnen's young, but he's a vet in the locker yeah, room. Facts. He has sure. two years on 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 Wilson, right? 
Who? I'm, Quinnen? Saying, Quinnen has uh, two. He's been three. for like five years. Like, yeah. He's been for a minute. fifth year? Well, might be, maybe his fourth. I might be his fourth. Okay, I was going to say. I mean, Gary just, I don't know. And like Sauce is one of the leaders. We're talking about a rookie also. Yeah, when it's like that I have great. no problem Sounds with like Garrett all the Wilson talking passionately. I would say CJ Uzama yes. is a leader in locker room, too. sense, yeah. Yeah. There, it's just, you know, like, for just, example, like... The team uh, is young is, is my yeah, For my example, point. though, like, a, a veteran receiver would have handled the questions a bit differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, a veteran receiver would have handled it a bit differently. Like, I don't think Corey Davis makes those remarks. And that's what I think Chris was, re- was referring to. But did he really say anything bad? He didn't. He didn't say anything out of line. He, he doesn't say anything out of line. Better, but right. I, I don't think I just, he kept it all the way, like... Uh, Let's just handle it in the locker room, and let's not. You don't think this is just Chris Sims trying to save face for Wilson by bringing up? No, definitely, I think it it is. is. I mean, he's still trying to save face. That statement sucks. He's still trying to save face for him, but yeah, I was. I just been, you know, watching. He said this shit is not okay. (laughs) Now he. It's not a lie. Yeah, not a lie. It's it's once you point out if you say Zach Wilson's name or the quarterback has more in Wilson. If he points out people individually, that's when it gets an issue. I'm with but he you. said collectively he also we have to said, be better. Like not that it was bad or anything. I'm not saying what Garrett Wilson said was bad, but just, you know, when they ask you, he's like, sorry. Sorry. It's sorry. I mean, yeah. Robert Sala, they said, how was the offense? They said it was dog shit. Yeah, it was. He's yeah, a coach. He can actually say I know, shit but like that. what Garrett said wasn't false. No, yeah. It wasn't false. It's been it's been just more in Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah Wilson. it is. That's why, you know. More is hilarious. Been, I've been he, watching he, he, every week. He's dead ass. I've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching a lot of film analysis on the on the game and stuff, and just seeing other people talk about it. It's been you know kind of refreshing. I, I do hope he learns from this benching in a good way. I don't know if he will, but I, I do hold out some hope out. for that to happen. He did say that he was sick to his stomach. Good after he should be. his answer. I got bent from Mike White. <laughs> 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 I'd be pissed off too, bro. I'm not gonna. It should have been Joe Flacco. It should have been, but still not good. Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, bro. Yeah, I think bro. it's because you saw the Jets saw what they had in Joe Flacco, and it was ugly. Honestly, of course, there was a game where you beat the Mike Browns, White, and it though. was miraculous. But you know what you were getting with Joe Flacco. And Mike White was promoted to backup a month ago at this point. So if you skip over Mike White to go to Flacco, what kind of message does that send to the rest of the team? Honestly, Mike White got the job because Salah even mentioned this earlier, I think two weeks ago, that they just want to see what they have in them. That's it. So I, I think you, you, Flacco, you know. And with Mike White, I mm-hmm. guess they're still, oh, maybe he's something, you know? So I think that's what's happening there. Probably, Probably not. 400 though. yards on the Bengals. A, right? former, yeah. a former Jets <laughs> cornerback, Lamar Jackson, actually spoke on the Zach situation. I forgot yeah. where, but he spoke on, I think you sent me I it, did, yeah. That uh, the locker room was clearly behind Mike White and not Zach because Zach. Walks with arrogance and stuff. I like his walk though. Swaggy. You gotta have confidence as a quarterback. Swaggy dude. Zach is very much the swaggy dude. I fuck gotta be careful confidence. between arrogance and confidence. You know. Sometimes you just got it. It sucks. Alex Smith started off poorly. Oh, uh, Troy Aikman, Steve Young. <laughs> Jamarcus Steve M- Young. Steve Young. You're gonna put Steve Young. There's in just Jack way Wilson. many, <laughs> way more quarterbacks that started off bad who continue to be bad. I actually hate that. Around. I know the stats show like Jamarcus and shit. Like, oh, like you know, it's similar. I actually hate that comparison for the reason is that Jamarcus Russell came into training camp out of shape. Yeah, he he like, wasn't he was locked clearly in. like. Imagine that. That's more bad. Imagine Zach that. If you exactly. Think about it. <laughs> exactly. One guy came in not in shape and. The other guys work. He's ready to work, and they have the same stats. Uh, well, Russell's remarkably no, no, we're talented. Mean. <laughs> we're Marcus mean. was remarkably talented, though. That just shows nah, how of talented course. he's he number one was. overall pick. Yeah, I mean, he was fair. remarkably talented. Zach was number two. 
Yeah, but Jamarcus Russell he was only number two because Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Jamarcus yeah. was definitely no, of course. Yeah. Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell was looked at like as a Trevor Lawrence type yes, prospect. Yes. Come on, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And he, it was like, oh, this Didn't guy, he's just gonna do awesome. You know what I'm saying? So it's a bit different. That's why I kind of, I just hate the comparison because I do think uh, the difference in character is is clearly there. You know, Russell didn't care. Maybe Zach doesn't care. I don't know. Who knows? But I don't think he doesn't care. I just think that he's bad. You know, at this point, <laughs> I mean, hey, he's bad. It's hard to argue. So hopefully, you know, he figures it out because we need a franchise quarterback, right? We do. Anthony Richardson. They are fifteen. Hendon Hooker. Hooker. I want Hendon Hooker, not Anthony Richardson. Hooker might be there with the torn ACL. We never know. I love Hendon Hooker. You love his game? He's just such a vet. Like, he's yeah. such a – played a long time. He reminds me a lot of Kenny Pickett. Okay. Hendon Hooker. I like Hendon Hooker, man. That's who you want us to draft? Kenny Pickett. He's a st- he's solid. I think Kenny Pickett's solid. solid. He is solid. He'd be better than Zach Wilson. It's not. It's Taylor Heineke's better than Zach Wilson. Like, <laughs> I think Kenny Pickett's so going to be better than Zach Wilson. Jacoby better than yes. Zach Wilson. Oh, he clears. That's a clearing. Clears. Like Jacoby. Mariota, easy. Mariota, yeah, probably. Chubitsky? Yeah, I mean, we could go down the Baker list. Baker or uh, Zach? Baker. Really? <laughs> uh, Case, Baker's, I don't know. Just, Baker's really been bad. just as bad. I'll Case Keenum? Uh, I'll see what I have in Case. You know, see the vet. Bro's down it? bad in the it, dirt It's going right to be now. such a Jets thing when Zach Wilson is traded to another team and he goes to he goes to the Buccaneers or he goes to uh, the Lions. Or the Falcons, and then Zach just pops he off. Said this two years ago with Sam Darnold, and it didn't happen. The exact opposite happened. He got worse. There's a difference there. Is there? the The biggest difference for me is that Sam went to another bad situation in Carolina. Ah. People were looking at it as a better situation than he was in the was Jets. Was it a bad situation? It was better than the Jets uh, no, situation. For sure. I thought we thought he was I think DJ Moore, you, Robbie, you, CMC. Yeah, yeah. And you when, just saw Teddy Bridgewater have success with them the year prior. When you look at it from a talent perspective, you say, oh, DJ Moore, CMC. Uh, good good guys. Robbie, they're they're good. But from a coaching perspective, it's awful. Matt Rule just got fired. Yeah, Joe but Brady was, got fired. Sam was in a better – even though it wasn't a great position, it was a better position than he was with he the had, Jets coaching yeah, staff. Yeah, he had Adam Gase. You know what I'm weapons, saying? Yeah. But going from shit to shit is still shit. But, I mean, let's be honest. If we look at this Jets coaching staff and offensive players right now, Zach's not in a bad position. He's not. He's not at all. But I do think that if he was under the coaching of, like, Arthur Smith, it'd be a little bit different. I do. He's making Marcus Mariota a viable quarterback. Because they're running the ball a ton. They're, what, 30th in passing? But they're also doing a lot of play-action stuff and playing to Marcus Mariota's strengths. Arthur Smith's a goat. He's a fine coach. Arthur Smith changed around Tannehill – Coming and now Mariota, send him to his reliable starter. Like, I'm just Zach, saying, Zach, Zach Wilson, to Atlanta. I'm rooting for it. I hope that we trade in Atlanta. Gotta happen, Atlanta Falcons. That's and just, they don't have to draft a quarterback, right? I was gonna say, gross. Falcons kind of screwed themselves by winning because they can't draft a Bryson or CJ Stroud now. You'd rather have Desmond Ritter or Zach Wilson? Zach, come on, bro. <laughs> That's definitely. See what you see what you get rid of. Let's keep it a sack. Like I mean, maybe I don't know. Yo, like, Matt Corral or, Jesus or Zach Christ. Wilson. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's you're like all disgusting. of these day two and three quarterbacks from last year are teams where you're looking at Zach Wilson saying, "I'd rather have Zach." I don't know. Yes, I, hurt, bro. I, still, I don't know. Malik I really don't Zach. know. Dells is defeated. Oh, Malik is Malik is still far away too. Malik Dells is defeated. Oh, oh my God, he's defeated. Wait, you had Malik higher than Desmond Ritter pre-draft though. Yeah, I did. 
and Malik had a start. He, he passed we saw, for like 17 yards. Yeah, we, saw, we saw Malik. We had, at least maybe Ritter has something stashed away that we didn't see in college. Who knows? Malik Willis had like outside of the, the screen pass to the tight end, he had like 10 yards. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also because, you know, Ritter was a bit of a different prospect coming out than Malik. Malik showed okay. more flashes. All right. I know no. why you like Malik over Ritter. I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> What you mean, bro? <laughs> You're saying Joel has, Joel has a type? Joel has a fetish. Ritter, <laughs> these specific type. Ritter, Ritter's light Yeah, but Ritter, uh, Willis is a runner. You have you have this little. So, so Ritter's Ritter, fake Ritter, runner Ritter, too. Willis is really like you have this little fetish that you've That's been showing me lately. Richardson, yeah, like I like, you, you love I like these quarterbacks. Like, like, drafting Richardson with move. the first round. You like pick running back slash I never QBs. said first round pick. You said you was you drafting top ten. I never said that once. We're not gonna top ten pick. Nah, no, I'm playing. You said you draft them at the bottom of the first, though. Uh, I wouldn't be completely opposed. He's rawer than Malik Willis coming out. He's very raw. Very raw. Malik went in the, what, the third, fourth? Third round, yeah. Who knows? Maybe Malik Richardson's also not playing at Florida. He's in that, yeah. And Anthony Richardson has started 12 career games in the SEC. A little bit different than what Malik was doing at Liberty. Some respect on AR-15's name, boy. Mm. <laughs> Your fetishes. All right, we'll see. I, I want to see how you hit on quarterbacks because, you know, you claim to be this huge Justin Field truther, even though I, I don't see no, I see no track record of it. <laughs> I, I have. I, 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 have. Can, I, can, I can back my boy. I can back him. But he, he acts like he didn't want Zach Wilson. Because we were stuck with Zach. Joe oh, okay, Doug, yeah. We knew for it's months before the now. draft that yeah. Joe Douglas wanted Zach. You like Zach Wilson Zach. as a prospect, though. You did. I, I know, but... I liked him, but it's okay, it's I wasn't okay to sold say that, on it's him. O- it's okay to say you liked him as a prospect, and he didn't pan out. I liked it's, him, but I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't sold Where's on him. Feels like you like, were. like four or five. No, he was. I, I mean, I never did. I never did like. Bro, a he ranking. literally said he literally has a tweet saying that I want the Jets to draft Zach Wilson. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> I, I no, have the, the tweet is I would rather have it was I'd rather trade down. Or it was basically I don't want Sam Darnold. It's take Zach at two or trade down. That's a tweet you're referring to. Huh? Why don't you take Fields? I have two? also tweets saying the choice of number two is very clear after Justin Fields' big game against Clemson. Oh, and then you didn't Because have that at that team. point, that wasn't even me. That was, I know what the Jets are going to do. So if it was so clear, why didn't you, in that tweet, instead of Wilson, say Fields? Because we knew at two it was going to be okay. Zach. Fields oh, was yeah. not in the conversation. Oh, there's a cop that, off for the everything. thing was, Fields, it's true. Fields, Fields was never in the conversation at, for at two. At that time, if Fields had won the national championship, do you remember me coming to you and saying, if he shows out, there's conversation for him being the first overall pick. And how crazy was that to yeah, say? Because nah, Trevor was the certified. Yeah, no one was one. taking Fields over Trevor. So, would you have Fields rank? Did you have him over Lance? I never really did a ranking. Honestly, I'm asking you now. Did you have him over Lance? I didn't. I definitely have him over Lawrence. Did you have him over Wilson? I my I, my guess is I probably had him over Lance as a prospect. Uh-huh. Him and Zach were probably two and three. I don't know which way I would have. With how high you were on Lance. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. I, w- I definitely would have had Fields above him. You are high. He's been high. after last season. You didn't have Lance above Fields. He's been well, higher. The, the, si- the situation was terrible for for Fields. I didn't think he was going to be this good. Not th- not this quick with the weapons that he has. You didn't believe in him. Sound like Cap, I, b- I believed in him, but like I didn't Cap, think he'd be bro. good this quick. It's Cap, quick. bro. Like no, it, like it's okay to admit that you were wrong about Zach Wilson too. No, but like, you're okay. you're making you're making it seem like I wanted Zach. I think the only difference you did. No, it was the Jet. I knew the Jets were taking Zach. So when people, when, people asking, me, when people were asking me, when people were asking me, what would you do? Me going into the Jets front office, their decision right now is: do we keep Sam Darnold or do we trade or to trade back and not? You I know what I mean? What so I would say, okay, at this point, I'll take the chance on Zach because I know Darnold's mm-hmm. not good. That was that's the tweet you're referring to. I have other tweets saying I would have taken Justin Fields at two. We have tweets saying that you have Zach. You'd rather take Zach Wilson over two as well. Over two oh, yeah. the season. Uh, yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Damn. We're, we're switching. We're moving the goalposts now. <laughs> okay. He's trying to he's trying to bring you down with him, bro. Yeah, I know he's not. Right. And he, he tried doing the same, but the opposite shit. If Zach Wilson pops off, he said you can't take come aboard. Yeah. 
pick a side. You know, we've been on the topic about Zach Wilson for a while. Let, let's just move on. Thanksgiving, Thursday night football, just Thursday games. The Bills beat the Lions 28-25. to The Bills are now 8-3. and The Lions are 4-7. and The Cowboys beat the Giants 28-20. to Cowboys 8-3. and Giants 7-4. and The Vikings beat the Pats 33-28. to Vikings now 9-2. and Patriots 6-5. and My boy Mac Jones had a good game. Kirk. I was going to say, very impressive game for Kirk Cousins. We thought Kirk was going to be bad because of the first interception. I saw this thing where it said that 100% of bets on Caesar Sports took Kirk Cousins over one interception. And yeah. Yeah, I saw that tweet too. Everybody cashed out. Now, for those Thursday games, I had a boom fantasy slip. And I was highly disappointed because I had Mac Jones over 222 and a half yards. He had that. Kirk Cousins over 245 and a half. He had that. Did you take Jettas that day or no? I didn't. I took Tony Gosh. Pollard over 62 and a half. He had 64 yards at one point. Towards the end of the game, they ran a toss. Oh, no. And he lost four oh, yards. No. And that's how I lost my slip. Eesh. Oh, you hate to see it. Not everyone can have a winner. You it's really do hate like to see it. Because <laughs> what I put together was a masterpiece. What'd you put? Had Josh Allen over 249 and a half. That Fuck. was easy. Dalton Schultz, 24 and a half. Oh, th- these were favorites, right? These were okay, favorites, word, word. yes. But I did I did five selections, so I could three times my money, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Mac Jones, 199 and a half. He cleared that. CeeDee Lamb, 59 and a half. Cleared that CD, over a hundo. Hey. And Stephon Diggs, 69 and a half. That one was yeah. dicey. Oh, yeah, no. That first half that was That one was that dicey. Was that last pass to to Stefan really clustered. Oh yeah, the, the yes, last that fifty yes. yard throw that was and nuts. I think favorites like if you guys don't want to be too risky with your bets, favorites is the best way to do it because it's it's lines that should be yes. easily yeah. Like you see, Drew, what you, what was CDs at? You said yeah, fifty nine. CDs was fifty nine and a half. Yeah, like that's you know CD Lamb the way he's been playing fifty nine and a half. Like that's why we have favorites, long shots, toss ups, the long shots. You get the big payout, but it's more <laughs> risky because obviously it's it's a, a higher line you have to clear. While the favorites lesser payouts, but you're getting Mac Jones at one hundred nine nine and a half yards, and he went off for what three some three hundred twenty. Now, just when when I was watching Thursday games, the Bills and Lions, there's really no takeaway from that because you know the Lions are <clears throat> what they are. Even though I think Dan Campbell. The Lions a great played game. very well. They did. They did. I don't know if the Lions are what they are, though. That's a little rude. Uh, they're they're okay. Digress. They're a competitive team, but we're not expecting nothing from them. I think the Cowboys showed again why they're contenders. The Giants. Absolutely. This is the start of their losing streak. Stop I it. I know it's the start of the losing streak. The Giants, yeah. And the Vikings. Uh, I know everybody wanted to be out on them after last week. Listen, the Vikings are making their case. They're I making the their case. It was a, it they're was making a, it was their a case. phenomenal win. It was too good of a game. It was a phenomenal win. And honestly, they, the Patriots got host because Hunter Henry scored. Yeah, that was rough. Hunter Henry that was scored. That was a really bad call. Yeah. That was a really he bad call. He did score. That, that would have been Mac Jones' third touchdown pass of the game. Yeah. Mac Jones had an amazing I think they job. win that game, too. I had a I had another bet going on. I had uh, Cowboys money line. I had Detroit plus eight. And That's, then I had I saw that. Patriots money line. Yeah. $50 to win like 280 and I was like, damn, the Patriots really folded on this. Yeah. But despite my losses that I've been having, I have a Sunday boom fantasy slip Let's going on. I got Tom Brady over one and a half passing touchdowns versus the Browns. I think after the bye week, Tom Brady does his thing and he gets at least two touchdowns. I got Geno Smith over 245 and a half passing yards against the Raiders. Raiders have one of the worst defenses. Geno Smith has been a top 10 statistical quarterback. I think he'll continue to produce. And then the last one, I got three picks. So three picks to six times my money. Travis Kelsey over 80, 80 and a half receiving yards versus the Rams. And that's my boom fantasy slip. 
I like that, bro. I like that a lot. God, you can go, bro. Okay. That's something in my throat. It oh. really, yeah. Hello. It really hurt it. <coughs> Let me clear it out. For me, Boom Fantasy, you like that, right? Um, I took Amari Cooper's yards, so I took him over 39.5 receiving yards. You know, he's, Cooper's had a great year. He's been really good. He's been underrated, getting traded like that. And I feel like people don't talk about him when they're talking about one of the best receivers in the league. He's been sneakily good for his whole career. Sure. Uh, Derrick Henry, over 79.5 rushing yards. Lock. We, me and, me and Drew talked about Chubb versus Barkley. Henry has just walked himself back into the conversation. Grown man, does what he does. Terry McLaurin, 49.5 receiving yards. I took the over. I like that a lot. Heineke th- and him have a good connection. They've been good. McLaurin is good. And after what he did, the big play slay, you know, I got to give him some credit, give him some respect. And then my final one, Tyreek Hill, over 79.5 receiving yards. I took a safe route. Tyreek's been good all year. Runaway offensive and player of the year. Derek Stingley's not going to be healthy. And, and Texans, are, it, it didn't even matter because two and him have been on fire all him. year and they're Talk playing the Texans. All That's right. my boom. Sleep. So I went three long shots. I figured, you know, I did the favorites. I want a little bread. Might as well take that winning. Take that risk. Splurge a little bit for my long shots. So now my one is Tom Brady over 324 and a half. <laughs> they're playing the Browns. The Browns secondary has been very, very lenient when it comes to passing. And I feel like Brady is bound for a good game. And that's going to pair with Chris Godwin, who I also have at 99.5. Now, Godwin hasn't eclipsed over 100 yards once this season. He hasn't. But Godwin slow, slowly but surely has been getting more and more comfortable, more and more himself. I believe that this is the week he eclipses that. And lastly, DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, over 69.5. He's eclipsed that number over five times over the past six, which the one being this most recent against the Bills, which he had 61 and a touchdown. He's had a great game. He's been playing great of recently. This has been his true breakout, and I feel like this might be not as much of a long shot as People it Jones. seems. And yeah, this 40, is, uh, time, 40 times yep. your money for three for three picks. So I put $100 on it. $100 to win hundred gets me four, four, four bands. 4,000. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully that happens. People Jones will Hopefully that happens. Because he's that good. DPJ That's actually the one I'd probably be worried about. That one and the Chris Godwin one. The, the, the Godwin, Godwin, Godwin yeah. especially because he hasn't eclipsed it once yeah. this season. But yeah, he's been very. He uh, has been on a steady incline. P, uh, DPJ. Actually, I had too. a long shot not too long ago. I had Devontae Adams over 100. He had that. Eckler over one and a half touchdowns. He had two that game. And it was Aaron Jones who needed 90 yards versus the Lions, who had one of the worst rushing defense in the NFL. Bolted. And he didn't get it. I was very, very upset. Yeah. That is upsetting. Shout out to Boom Fantasy, Yeah, man. shout out to Boom Fantasy. Shout We're having an NBA League Pass giveaway, so if you yes. sign up right now, deposit $10 plus, you'll be entered in the giveaway. And we got to do the mo- – so we did the Modern Warfare 2 giveaway. The first guy who we still have to talk to about coming on the show to talk about cards, he didn't want to play. We did a second one. He also <laughs> either has Modern Warfare or doesn't play video yeah. games. So we have to do a third Modern Warfare giveaway. Um, so if you've deposited on Boom, you're automatically entered, so don't worry about anything. We have your emails, so we'll get that. Hopefully the next person we pick ends up – either not having it or is, you know, playing video games and wants it. Yes, sir. So when you guys make your picks, you, you know what to do. Add us on Instagram, add us on Twitter, and shout out to Boom Fantasy for sponsoring the Pick Us Up podcast. Sure. Now we're going to take a quick break in the show because we have OG coming on next. Yep, let's do it. And we're going to have a lot of great basketball talk, so that's coming up. All right, after talking about some football, we now have OG on the show. OG, thank you for welcome, being on. Welcome. How up, was your Thanksgiving? What up, fellas? What's going on? Shout out to yesterday. That was a lot of fun. I had a good time doing that. No <laughs> yeah, it was. It. You guys yeah, got was... heated in that debate. Yeah, man. I, it, it, when you when when you're talking about stuff like that, it, it uh it gets serious. The uh I thought I I thought I put together a compelling argument. I mean, like I said, you could you can we can talk about Kobe Bryant from eight to twelve. You can't sell me he's the second best player in NBA history. You can't. <laughs> that was crazy. Can't. 
Now, when he, he said it, me and, me and Joel made a face like, you can't. Two is crazy. Because over LeBron James, too, like there's no argument. Yeah, MJ1. Yeah. Yeah, the same player. One and two. <laughs> Essentially, the same player. And one so, and OG, thank you for being on. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good, y'all. It was good. Food and football. Food and football. What you ate? Uh, I'm vegan, so I oh. put together. I'm, I'm vegan, so I put together. Uh, I make a real good brown rice dish with a with a lot of green pepper, green peppers. Uh, not green peppers. I'm sorry. Green beans, black beans, um, <clears throat> some soy. It's really good. Vegan. What made you go vegan, OG? What made me go vegan was I was exercising a lot. And years ago, you, if you tried to tell me that I couldn't have a bacon cheeseburger, I'll put you in a sleep. <laughs> this wasn't happening. But I was exercising and I just wasn't feeling the way I thought I should feel. I mean, I was trying to figure out what the problem was. And I ended up watching this documentary. It was on Netflix called um, What the Health. And I saw what you know meat was doing to people. And I thought to myself, well, let me give this thing a try and let me see what it is. Well, it turns out I started doing it and I, I ended up losing over 20 pounds. My cholesterol went down like 70 points. And this is the best that I've felt since I was in college. Nice. How long have you been a vegan for? Uh, this last August that just passed is two years. So nice. I'm, it's almost two and a half years yeah. that I've been vegan. So I'm, uh, I'm on the hook. In honor of Thanksgiving. I'm convinced. I'm going vegan. We yeah. are each no at McDonald's. this table. Going to give three things we're thankful for for this NBA season. Yep. Riv, I'll start with you. You have your list out. <laughs> um, all right. So the first thing I'm thankful for is Cam Reddish finding a home and becoming relevant in basketball. <laughs> Love that for you. I've been waiting for this for so long. Him being in New York, being a, their best defender by far on the wing, just finding his home, being a little bit more efficient, just playing good basketball. And I've been waiting for that for a long time. Number two, SGA. Finally getting the recognition he deserves. You know, he's been on this trajectory for Absolutely. two or three years. <laughs> and what, are you, what are you looking at? No, no, listen. We're good. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. Um, and just everybody's starting to understand how talented SGA is and how dominant he is when he's in that full force. And him making OKC as competitive as it is, is not many can do. Maybe prime LeBron can do that shit. This team isn't good. SGA is keeping them on track. Him and Luka tied for most 30-point games this season. Tough. With 13. SGA is playing a superstar. Steph's at 12. Um... And number three. Let's talk about him. Steph. Talk about him. Just not declining. Just getting better as a basketball player. He's just almost an anomaly. Not many 6'3 guards at almost 35 years old can still move the way he can move, shoot the way he can shoot at this age. I mean, we look at guys with longevity. LeBron James, Chris Paul, Mike Conley to a degree, Kyle Lowry to a degree. You know, these guys have kept their longevity at hand. And Steph Curry is walking into that conversation. Thomas. He does nothing. <laughs> Steph Curry is just a great player. So that's, for me, that's my top three things I'm thankful for. P.J. Tucker was locking up. He had zero points in three games. Four games in a Plays row. Defense. Almost almost four games in a row. He's 38. Credit to him. He's still starting. Him, I mean, he started right. his career like 28, realistically. I guess. Respect P.J. Tucker. I don't. So, so I only have two things that I'm grateful for. I figured, I, you know, there's, there's definitely places I could have gone, but let me keep it on brand to me. Number one, what I'm grateful for, King James. Year 20, being able to say that we get to watch him for a 20th year in a we row. We are you. Listen, we as a as a unit need to be grateful that he's playing basketball because once I'm he's gone, I'm in that boat. With, I'm in that of boat. Of course with you are. Because like, once he's because once he's know. gone, we're gonna we're gonna we miss. Will. We will. We're gonna we miss appreciate greatness. You do. Appreciate it while it's here. I'll be all right. Regardless of whether the play is there or not that we've seen from LeBron throughout the entirety of his career, 
You got to be grateful. And what I'm what I'm grateful for is Anthony Davis. I knew you were gonna say AD. Returning to superstar level, and I made sure I used the word superstar because yeah. OG. I actually saw a video of you recently saying that AD is no longer a superstar. OG averaging twenty six. 57% for the field. The free throw is falling. 83%. I'm surprised you didn't say Ben Simmons. Leading the lead. Well, we'll see. We'll, we got, I still got to see that. Okay, All right. Okay, okay. It's, it's you been a, it's been, it's a been bit. good. It's been okay. a good span of games. Let's just wait. Okay. Again, AD, 57% from the field. Leading the league in rebounds. That was a big issue, too. Can AD get back to being efficient on the boards? He's, he's tied for the first right now. He is third in blocks. He averages yep. almost two steals a game. One of the best, <laughs> arguably the best defensive player in the league right now. And with all of that being said that you just said, Don't, with all of that being go. said, uh, are we having this conversation a month ago? Hey, listen. A lot That's of a slander, yes or no question. It does not involve an elaborate answer. OG. <laughs> OG, a month know, ago, are we having this conversation OG, at 80? a lot of slander has been put on Anthony Davis's name. And all means, he's done, I mean, we, all he's done yes. is come in and quiet the we, noise. We can acknowledge he's playing great without calling him a superstar again, to all be fair. Well, well, or, or let's take it a step further than that. Maybe he's playing himself back into superstar That's form. Is that fair? OG, fair? OG, I'm sorry. Was this clip from a while ago or is this recent? I'm I'm honestly curious. That AD was not a, yeah. The, the, the clip you saw with with Anthony Davis that was way before what he was doing. Right I now. apologize because I saw yeah, this that, yesterday that, and I saw yeah. it and I was dumbfounded. <laughs> that was that was like two that was like two maybe three weeks ago that we did that. Hey, then that I, was not. No, then I apologize, not, OG. Uh, no, that was not like two days ago. No, I should I should have used context there because I do yeah. apologize. I saw it yesterday. Weeks. I thought this was a recent clip and that's why I yeah, had to bring it up because I know you, ago. OG. I know you know better, which is why I had to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you know better. I think the better question is, is we're going to have this conversation in two months, not a month ago. Even next month. Are, do you understand what he's doing right now? Because the three's not falling and even it still. It won't fall. Th that's fine. Because he's actually knocking down his free throws. This is the highest good. percentage he's no, been we at just, since, what, what was, the, what was the problem with AD? We just want to see some consistency. Which that's is all. what he's been doing and then some. Which is, right, let's, let's, and we're winning games. Let's, so let's keep it going. That's all we're asking for. And we're for. winning games. Let's keep it going. You don't there become are a superstar players, in five there are, games. There are probably 10-plus players I'd rather start my team with than Anthony Davis at this point. Which makes sense because that's of the injury fine. history. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not a, that's, not a, that's not a disrespect to AD's name. It's not. It's not. It's a great It's a long way from where we were a year ago. It's and it was like 15, 20 guys yeah. right, last year. No, he's, so. he's cutting it down. Yeah, he's, no, he's playing at an all-NBA level for sure. But, but that's that's never been in question. AD at 100% is still one of the best basketball but players. But who's playing better right now, John Moran or Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Yes. I mean, Anthony Davis has been all-world on both sides of the court. That's a tough mm -hmm. conversation to have. And that's not – obviously, we're talking about Ja, again, one of the other best players in the world. You just can't discredit what AD's doing on both sides. Mm -hmm. I understand. Uh, I'll move on to mine unless you have any more no, talk about Anthony Davis. Like, we can talk I about AD I'm asking again in a month about Ben Simmons. I'll ask him again in a month about Yeah. Um, I mean, number one, you guys you guys know who I'm most grateful for. Boston Celtics. I'm going to say Tatum. Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum. That's giving me. I thought JB, JB having a career year. <laughs> career year, points per game, free throw percentage, effective field goal percentage. I mean, JB's, I said all all NBA got laughed at here. You know, it's averaging 26 right now. It's got still some, got somewhere to go, laughable. but like, uh, oh, laughable. We always, because we said Enough. it depends on what he is. is crazy. What are we doing? It depends laughable on what he is. Crazy. Is he a guard? Because he might not make it as a guard. Laughable's crazy. No, it is literally. No, because if you put that guard before, you know how yeah. If, he, if, he, if he's a guard, he's not making all NBA. Yeah, well, I just got laughed at. Wait, hold on, hold on. This, this, was, whoa, 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 whoa. this is at 26 a game on the best team in the NBA. And he's he, not an all NBA performer. On, is that what you're trying to tell us? I got laughed at. I got laughed at. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Because 
we not about to spin what I'm about to say. No, That's what it sounds no, no, like no. you're saying. So straighten us out. No, no, no. And Joel too. Don't, don't, don't think you're out of the woods here too. There's more guards that are going to be all NBA. No, we, just, we all we said was if he's a guard, we don't think he's going to make all NBA because there's locked spots for the guards. Right? You got right. Trey. You got Ja. You got Luca. You got Steph. Like there's you like, got Devin Booker. That's already five. You that's already SGA. five guys locked. That's all we said. Mm-hmm. We said if he's a forward now. He can get in. We've seen guys sneak in like Siakam, Jimmy well, you, Butler. You see he how can, they do the guard for That's why we said we don't know. They classify JB. They classify DeMar as a guard, so that's, we don't know. That's, that's what, what I'm saying. So we don't. Dude, that's I got why laughed we, at. When you get the All-NBA, we're like, I'm well, grateful what is he, for him. What is he classified? I'm grateful. He made All-NBA Thankful, last year? sorry. I don't think so. I don't remember. Was he third team? I'm, I'm honestly asking. Kobe. He might have been 13. No, Trey Young C- was 13. I think they Chris Paul was 13. I think Chris Paul was 13. Regardless, he's having a great season. JT is having an MVP-level season. Boston Celtics, best team in the NBA right now. Um, you touched on a bit with SGA, these young stars who are all breaking out. We have SGA, uh, Tyrese, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, Tyrese Halliburton, and then the rookies, Benedict Matherin, Paulo. He's broke out already. Well, he's, he's you know, entered a new level, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, which you got to hear me out, the Brooklyn Nets. <coughs> I'm grateful for the Brooklyn Nets because <laughs> – they gave me a big W early in the season over my good friend Joel right here. Um, you know, we had a Celtics versus Nets debate for it seemed like the entire offseason. So I'm very thankful for them for all of the, you know, just complete and lack of wanting to play basketball together, not being focused on basketball, you know, all the off the court issues, the Steve Nash firing, just the, you know, they have no idea what they're doing over there in Brooklyn. So I'm thankful for them for giving me that W early just in the season. Just a reminder, Dells, Thanksgiving is a time we're supposed to be grateful, thankful, it's supposed to be positive yeah. stuff. That's I why am. I didn't like this argument here. Let's, let's appreciate the players and the play that's going on right now. This is what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the Sacramento Kings. Second in offensive rating, I think this year they end their playoff <laughs> drought. I like the Kings. They're one of the funnest teams to watch. They, I, Whenever they're on, I watch the Kings. I love mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox's game. He's playing at an awesome level. When we talk about Tyrese, I'll, I'll mention Fox there too, just because he's been that great. Second thing I'm grateful for and thankful for, uh, the Bulls struggling. You just, I'm just for the Bulls said struggling. we're keeping it positive. Oh, because this goes hand-in-hand hand <laughs> with what I'm about to say next. The Knicks and Wizards are higher than the Bulls in the standings. So I'm grateful for the Knicks' mediocre nasty. play. This is nasty Because work. the Bulls, I said before the season, listen, they're stuck in the mud. They're they're trapped in quicksand right now. There's no way. There's no way up for the Chicago Bulls. And the Knicks are playing better right now. They're higher in the standings. Riv and I have a bet about the Wizards and Bulls, not even the Knicks and Bulls. And the Wizards are looking like they're going to finish higher in the standings than the Chicago Bulls. So I'm they thankful for their struggles as well. So I will put my hater cap on, but at the same time, I am appreciating them. Uh, I'm, oh, uh, I'm appreciating well, the Wizards. I was, and, I was and appreciating Knicks. the Celtics for being better than the Nets. That if anyone had a brain, would have known. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And the third thing I'm thankful for, and this is just positive, the parity in the NBA right now. In the Eastern Conference, we kind of know that the Celtics and the Bucks are the top two teams in the, in the West. I mean, in the East, but in the Western Conference, there's so much parity, and I feel like this is the first time that the West has been this wide open. I think. There are so many teams I can see making it to the finals out oh, of the we West. Know, bro. To the finals? Yeah. Told you. The conference, the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals? The NBA Finals. <laughs> to find a lot of teams. Do you, do you have a clear-cut team right now after a month that you could say that's a finals team? In the West? In the West, no. no. In the West, there's no favorite. I was going to say, you can't say that there's a definitive team, but can there you is. say there's how, a many, favorite. how many there's teams? A favorite. How many teams did you say? He didn't give a number. He's going to give well, a number. I think we'll we'll talk about it. Next topic is the West okay. Conference. Yeah, facts, we'll talk facts, about facts. it. Right, I'll so say the, right, the, me, the favorite right preview. now, the favorite in the West right now should be the Nuggets. How many teams do you have that can make the NBA Finals? 
Hold, hold, hold that thought. We're going to get to that. Yeah, that's hold, why I don't, I don't want to spoil preview. you. I, 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 I know you want that. I know you want I, that. I, I, I think we all want that. Just give me a number. No, no, don't give me a number. Don't give me a number. I've dissected them into tears. Don't give them a number. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. So, OG, what are you thankful for? Um, the, at the top of the list is health. I think that it's awesome that we actually get to see these guys. I'm I'm very happy that Zion Williamson is playing. There we go. And he can get back. To, he can get back to what he was two seasons ago, where we saw 26 seven on 60 percent shooting, right? And he's been a plus for them. I think they over 500 since he's been in the lineup. Yep. Um, Anthony Davis, who we just got finished talking about, the fact that I think he's 33 and 15, and they've won 40 last five games in. I always felt like Anthony Davis, barring any health issues, he was arguably a top five player, definitely a top 10 player, barring any uh, health issues. So I'm digging the fact that he's doing what he's doing and they're actually giving him the dominant space on the floor, which was the original plan from the beginning. Absolutely. That's why they got him. James started to break down in 1819. You bring Anthony Davis in. I'm going to play off you. It was working. They won the NBA championship, only except Anthony Davis broke down. Then James had to get the dominant space back. Only James is figuring, I'm too old for this, man. This is why we brought you here. Well, they bring AD back, and he's starting to he's starting to look like who he was a couple of years ago, and I'm I'm, I'm really digging that. And lastly, Riv brought him up, and um, uh, Shea, Shea Gildress, Alexander, out in Oklahoma City. Now, here's the thing, Riv. The thing that I'm concerned about is, okay, the timeline now has to get pushed up yep. because we're, we're in year four now, right? And this guy is becoming an elite player in the NBA. So – now the, now the fact that he's becoming what he's becoming, we got to start developing more players and get better players around him because we can't waste any more of his years. We can't go, okay, he's 24, he's getting better, but we're still having C and D players around him. No, we got the timeline's now been pushed up that we got to start getting better players around him so he can start winning more. Yeah, I agree. There's no doubt. With that being said, let's move on to the Western Conference. I think this is going to take a large part portion of the show just because there's a lot of teams in the West – to talk about. <clears throat> I feel like the West is as wide open as it's ever been. The difference between the 12th seed and the first seed is a three-game difference in the Eastern Conference. That's the difference between the third seed and the first seed in the East. In the West, it's a 12th and the first. OG, I want to get your thoughts on the Western Conference first. What do you feel about it? Do you think there's a clear-cut favorite? And do you think it is wide open? When you think about so we, I went back 20 years. So the 2000-2001 season, you had seven teams of the eight playoff teams win 50 games. But with that being said, we all knew that the road to the NBA championship went through Los Angeles because Shaq and Kobe were there. As good as San Antonio was, right, as good as Dallas was, as good as these teams, as good as Portland was, we knew that the road to the NBA championship, it went through Los Angeles. I'm looking at what's going on right now with the with the NBA and the Western Conference. I can't tell you which team I think is going to win the Western Conference. I mean, like, like, like he just said, we got a separation from two to from two to eleven. I think it's one and a half, maybe two games. Yeah. So you can have a bad week, and you can go from hosting a playoff series to being in the lottery. Add that to the fact that we don't even have a one specific team. I I always felt like before the season started, I felt like the road to the NBA championships goes through Golden State. Only except as good as they've been at home, where they're nine and one. They've been equally as bad on the road. They've they've lost nine of ten games. Yeah, like so opposite. I can't literally, I, and I can't I, I can't say with hundred percent certainty that I love Golden State coming out of the West. Same way I feel about Phoenix. As good as Phoenix is, we've seen them go to pieces in the playoffs. So Denver is still getting themselves healthy with Jamal Murray, who I'm also thankful for that he's actually healthy and he's looking better. But 
Am I sold on Memphis winning the Western Conference Championship? I am not. The, the Clippers, me and Rib, went at it about these guys about a month ago, and we already seen what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, both Leonard and, and Paul George are out indefinitely. So the entire Western Conference, I can't really put my finger on one team and go, that's the team that's going to represent the Western Conference, as opposed to 20 years ago when I saw the Lakers, as good as everybody else was, I saw the Lakers going, if you're trying to get to the NBA Finals, those are the guys you got to go through. I agree. A, a similar comparison I would make also is the 2010 Western Conference, where eight of the teams that made the playoffs won 50 games or more. Yeah. You had the Lakers at one with Kobe Gasol, the Mavs at two with Dirk, the Suns at three, Steve Nash and Amari, the Nuggets with Carmelo, the Jazz with Boozer and Darren Williams, the Blazers with Brandon Roy and Aldridge, the Spurs with Duncan, Ginobili and Parker, and then the Thunder at eight with a young KD Westbrook there. I've basically put the West into different tiers, and I've named them, right? So mm-hmm. the contenders in the West for me, the Nuggets I think are contenders. I do. I think they can make it out the Western Conference for sure. A healthy Clippers team, and that's a big question mark. But if they're healthy, I put them in that contender bracket as well. And then the Warriors, if they get a better bench. I think if the Warriors make one move that can strengthen their bench, they can be right up there again because their starting lineup is the best in the NBA. It's their bench that's been the the biggest problem. Then the next tier I have is if everything goes right, I can see it. First team is the Pelicans. If everything goes oh, right, wow. I can see it. I'm glad to see that. You're I can see the them doing it with CJ, Zion, BI. They have Talk the right him. combination of wing defenders. They have Jonas who can play through the yep. post. They have a lot of versatility. And I don't see a team in the Western Conference that, for a seven game series, can hold off Zion and get into the basket. That's a fact. Outside of maybe Memphis, that would be a bad matchup for them. Okay. The Suns, I can see it. The what, What's holding me back with the Suns is just Chris Paul's age. And do I really trust Cameron Payne? I don't. And that's why they're, if everything goes right, I can see it. The Grizzlies, he's actually been better, though, Joel. He, he's actually been better. Yeah, he has been Cameron better. Payne, came, Cameron Payne has been better, but keep going. I'm Absolutely. Sorry. And then the last team I have in this tier is the Memphis Grizzlies. You get Desmond Bain back, Jaron Jackson's healthy, John Morant. They have a great bench. We've mm-hmm. seen them give the Warriors fits before John Morant got healthy in the playoffs. I think they're that team that's young, and they've been waiting to ascend. They got the experience last season. I can see it. So, you know, my pseudo-contenders and contenders altogether would be six. But then I have rugged playoff teams, which they can give any team in the playoffs a a run for the money, and it'll be a competitive series. I think the Blazers are there with Dame healthy, the Mavericks just because they have Luka, and the Sacramento Kings. I think the Sacramento Mm -hmm. Kings are, are just a really great offensive team. And if they can figure it out somewhat defensively, it'll make them a, a, a bigger force. Then I have an, a tier with one team. Oof, dude, 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 dude. Then I, I, <laughs> you, I, need, you need, if you're going to do this, to just have the Wolves by themselves. Just put them. I was just about to say, because you already out, out on Minnesota? Are you out this, on them? This is the tier I have. I said, figuring it out, the T-Wolves. They're figuring mm, they it out. They have been. No, that, that's why I have them here. They're figuring it out. I have them in their own tier. Will eventually make a move to get worse. The Jazz are there. And then no man's land is the Lakers. And the lottery, Rocket Spurs, Thunder. Those are my two. Where's the Jazz? Will eventually make a move to get worse. And that's so you don't where, have them in. And that's low-key where the, go- I don't, where I don't the have Warriors could turn up. And where are the Wolves, once they do figure it out, which tier do they fall into? Rugged playoff team. Okay. So they're not round contenders. 
right now with how they've been playing, I don't, I don't trust them enough. But I have them in that. If they figure it out, they, they're a rugged playoff team. The Lakers do have a direction. It's wherever Anthony Davis takes them. That's it. That's not no doubt about that. I, 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 I just yeah, don't know I, if I want him. To I, I just I view the Lakers in no man's land right now because a little bit. You do have AD playing well, but despite how how games. great he's playing, We're winning games with the with an easier schedule that you guys have been having. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, but I. I just don't trust hey, Anthony Davis. I don't trust Anthony Davis' health for the entire year. LeBron has already gotten hurt, and the roster's just bad. It, it's just all around. It's a bad oh, roster. Yeah, I hate to say you're wrong, but you're right. It so really altogether, I have one, two, three, four, Those five, six. Seven. Walker, though. I have seven tiers. I have seven tiers in the West. It just for me with how the Wolves are playing right now, it didn't make sense for me to put them with a rugged playoff team. See, you said it perfectly. They're figuring it out. They started off as bad as you could be for the for the expectations that everyone had on them. But slowly but surely, they've been playing very good basketball. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is starting to find themselves. Cat and Gobert are starting to finally get comfortable with one another. The pieces around them are starting to find their role. D'Lo, slowly but surely, is just not playing anywhere near as bad as he was to start the season. The Wolves are going to be okay. I mean, it's the, they just won five. In, they they just won five in a row. It's I mean, like they the, lost yesterday. The Pacers, they, they won five in a row. The Pacers so. were cooking. They met the Wolves. The Wolves handled them. In Indiana. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the Pacers, but I, I do think the Pacers have benefited tremendously from a very yeah, like schedule. schedule. Very so you schedule. have six, just so I don't... Like, no, it was six it was, teams that can make the finals in the six West. Six teams yeah. that can make the finals. That I, I feel like, as of right now, I'll I feel tell you confident. What, I think you were can, generous right. with the Clippers. Yeah, healthy, I was. Healthy. I was shocked to hear them in that tier. Because if they're healthy, you have to put them there. Sure. Because yeah, if you're putting sure. the Clippers there, but then the Suns are in that bod, that next tier underneath, that's where I'm kind of... There's a little disconnect The Suns there. have a great system, and that's why they've been able to plug and play whoever, and they've been able to win games still. But in the playoffs, you need stars. Because, listen, this is coming from someone who I was very low on Phoenix And D-Book is in. the only star in Phoenix. That's, uh, uh, I disagree. Six is a lot. Yeah, six it is. is. Six. It seems like the West right now makes things more interested for those tier two and three teams rather than that top of the tier. I don't know. Six feels and like a lot to me. I would still... I still have faith in the Warriors figuring it out, and you have the Clippers. You had the Warriors in the first year, right? And the Clippers as well, just because the talent with the Warriors, just the history there. But it makes things more interesting with those tier two and three teams, like the Grizzlies, the Pelicans. I know you've had some of these in tier one, and the Mavs, who coming into the season, we didn't really have them in that championship contender. But with the West being so open, especially if the Warriors are going to struggle, because coming in, it seemed like the Warriors were really that one team that you could look at all the other teams in the West. You give them a couple games here and there, but we didn't really have any team. Maybe the Clippers, if they could say 100%. But if the Warriors are going to be, their bench is going to be this bad, and as OG and Riv, you mentioned, they're going to be this bad on the road, then it makes these these second-tier teams have a chance and say, you know what, we can make a move at the deadline to put us over the hump, whether that is getting to the Western Conference Finals or eventually the Finals. The Mavs just what? have no roster outside of Luka. It's yes, just, just but I mean, they, and you know how I feel about the Mavs, but even still, if the West is more open this year than it was last year, if they're not going to run to a, a juggernaut in the Warriors how they were, Joel, and my question to you, Joel, is why you keep bringing up the Clippers? What if they? What kind of evidence have they given you to suggest that these guys are a contender? What have they done well, for you? Let, well, if, if I can rebuttal that and, and to ask this question, what have the Suns shown us in the past three years to convince us that they're going to the finals? They, the finals. they, they went, went to, to the, the NBA finals. finals. Well, How about, about that? I'm Riff? talking about after that, though. Like I'm talking about after okay. that, the year, the year after that, they just Luka got bounced. Luca was playing otherworldly basketball, and not that, that that's an excuse. Game. It's not an excuse because they should not have lost the way that they lost. No, they should. Luca was playing an exceptional. Chris level. Paul's getting older. Monty got out coached, and I think Devin Booker wasn't able to handle double teams well. I think he's worked on that. Chris part Paul, of the, part Chris of the Paul's game. getting older. Mm -hmm. uh, DeAndre Ayton 
we can agree isn't going to be that player this year. You know what I'm saying? It's just Devin Booker. You know, their depth is okay. It's not as good. playing solid, though. No, but I'm saying he's not going to be like that number one pick and talent. Also, yeah. I'll say that, you know, Dallas. You need him to be that. I think you do when Chris Paul's getting older. If you want to go to that, the finals. I, I feel you, but they have a, just a, a solid all-around team. We can't forget. They, no, they, they have a, but they have, their system is a, a, one of the best systems in the regular season. But I think when it comes to playoff time, like like when we talk about when we talk about like it's November, right? So when we talk about seeding and stuff like that, a lot of teams look good because a lot of the systems fit for Are the regular the new season. Utah? But when it comes playoff time and you get to you get to sit there and actually coach and you actually get to game plan for a team for seven games. How many of these teams do we actually trust is what I'm asking. Because there isn't six teams that we trust for a seven-game series. How many, do you trust the Clippers? I trust Ty Lue. All right. I, do you trust the Clippers? I don't trust them because of health. Okay. Thank you. That's, That's a big a, thing. I just wanted you yeah, to stay I, consistent I trust, there because you can't trust the Suns because you think that that's the I don't the trust the Suns because thing. of their ability. But I just want you but to stay Clippers consistent. Clippers because of health. All right. Yes, so how many teams do you trust? Is there, is there a team to trust? The Pelicans are a wait and see. I respect that. They're a wait and see. I'm with you. Timberwolves also a new team. Wait and see. Memphis, I will have to say, I trust them a okay, little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I trust them a little bit. I trust them a lot of it. No, because. I trust them a little bit. Because OG, that's, like that. that's one of those when you were going through your spiel, you were saying, I don't know if I can trust Memphis. And what does Memphis do that you that makes you think, I can't trust this? Ja goes well, out. We're still winning games. If Desmond Bain goes out, playing like this, I, I can that's, trust that's them a lot. A and, Jaron Jackson's and come back, and he's been playing very good basketball. Mm-hmm. I need him to update three point. Well, well. The prime example would be what happened last year in the playoffs. I mean, if Ja was able to stay healthy, I think they got a better shot against Golden State. Add that to the fact that earlier in the season, I mean, he broke down for a month, which would explain why I can't trust him. Because at some point, Ja's going to break down. And it's going to be detrimental to his crew. Now, I can appreciate the logic that they've been winning without him. But when we get to the playoffs where I can only scheme for you, add that to the fact that I'm taking out 27, 28 a game off the lineup. Do we have nobody else to cover that? That next man up logic? Well, that next man up logic only works in certain areas. Yeah, we don't season. have an answer for losing 28 a game for three weeks. Well, we don't have 20, we don't have an answer for losing 27 a game for two games in the playoffs, because those two games could basically mean the series. That's what explains why I don't trust Memphis as much as I as much as other people do. It's like last year we knew that that Golden State Warriors matchup was going to be tough for the Grizzlies. But now we're in we're in 2022, and we're sitting at this table coming to a consensus. There's no team that really is clear cut. So we why, also knew it reverse though. We knew Memphis would be the toughest series correct, for, war, cor- for the Warriors. Very, very well said. But now we're here in 2022, and what team do we feel that the Grizzlies can't go in and beat right now? I feel like there's no team I look at and think that the Grizzlies can't beat outside of maybe the Nuggets, because a healthy Nuggets team is it's all one about that matchups. Would, correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. So, and that and that I mean, Nuggets I, team is a tough matchup for them. I, agree. I still feel like the road to the NBA Finals goes through Golden State, but the way that they've That's been playing on the road, yeah. they look like you know they could be a first round exit because they could have a team come into their building and get a game. And we've seen how they play on the road because after their first five, let's call it what it is, they are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> let's call it what it is. So, they yeah, are the worst. If, they are. I, th- I believe they're the worst team in the league defensively. They're the worst rebounding oh, yeah, yeah. team in, in the league. Yes, yes. Kaminga has not developed as much as I would like to see him develop. The Golden State Warriors got me out here thinking that James Wiseman can't play. They got me for real thinking that this dude can't play. I don't know if that's yeah, true or not, but they, they got me thinking that this dude can't play. Uh, but I'll say to that, first I'll answer your question about the Clippers. The trust I have in them really circles back to 2020 when they made the Western Conference Finals with Kawhi getting hurt. 
2021. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. 2020, So that's why to me, I say, if you have Kawhi Leonard, you probably beat Phoenix. So my trust is only in their health and I don't even trust that. So I only have them as contenders if they're fully healthy and they're ready to go for the playoffs. But I don't believe the Clippers are making it out the West. I'll say that right here. I don't think they're going to make it out the West to me. The favorite right now that I would pick would be the Nuggets. Yep. I think the Nuggets, Aaron Gordon has been playing tremendously defensively. Very Jamal good. Murray's only going to continue to figure it out. MPJ is one of the best spot-up shooters in the league. He is improving as a defender. Nikola Jokic is the best center in the league by far. And KCP has a different dimension defensively. They didn't happen years past. And you look at their bench with Bones Holland and Bruce Brown, I'm, I'm really infatuated with the Nuggets. And to speak on the Warriors... They just need to make a move because the starting lineup is the best in the NBA. But when you get to the bench, it, it was they have to blame themselves for this because you let go of Otto Porter, of Bielitsa, of Gary Payne the second, even JTA, even though he that didn't hurt. much to get GP yeah. GP that hurt. So that one hurt. It you're now going from veterans to trusting a bunch of young players. James Wiseman, maybe in a different system, he'll look better. But to this point, statistically and according to the analytics. He has been one of the bigger detriments to any team's winning uh, thus far in his career. As a rookie, he was horrible. Right now, he's horrible, and that's why he's in a G League because he has proven not to be a serviceable NBA player. Moses Moody hasn't figured it out yet. Jonathan Kaminga is having growing pains. The only players I trust off the Warriors bench is Anthony Lamb and Dante DiVincenzo. So if they can make one more move, I'm gonna to, be honest. I can't watch Anthony Lamb for a six game series. I'm just sorry. Yeah, just, I, I, I yeah. you trust I'm, just, I'm sorry. I, I can you handle it, Riv? Riv, can you handle it? I, no, I should've, won't should've watch it. Bruce I'm Brown, sorry. Bro. I will. I will tune that shit out. He, he cannot be on the court for a seven game series. No, DiVincenzo, yes. Yeah. Poole, you just have to. He gets paid thirty mil. That's why Lamb, the, oh, no. yeah, Jordan Poole off the bench too. Yeah. That's why I think if the Warriors can maybe trade for a starting caliber center like a Yaka Pertle and mm. Now have Kayvon Looney off the bench. I like what the Warriors are building. And Yakupur gives them the rim protection. Oh, Kelly Olenek could be cheaper than Yakupur. Fuck that. What do you mean Kayvon Looney off the bench? Yakupur nah, is yeah, a better nah. player than him. Yeah, but, nah, but you Kavon wouldn't put Looney on the bench. That's facts. No. Kavon defensively has been it's on the bench. It's not even that. Yakupur is a better defender no, than, than Kayvon Looney. No, he is a better, but Looney knows the system. Correct. You wouldn't put him on the bench. All right, I guess. Yeah, but I'm just, from, from a talent perspective, he's better than Kayvon Looney. He is, but respect Looney. He's starring. But even if you can have a bench of Jordan Poole, DiFincenzo, Anthony Lamb, Yakupur, I think that's good. You probably give up a first for Yakupur, I'm assuming. I feel like for Kelly, it's such a cheaper price tag, and Kelly's going to do a job for you. Kelly gets paid what? Got playoff mil? experience and I only, too. Well, the Spurs are, at eight. The Spurs are going to be in the business of trading as well, but Utah specifically. Listen, my thing for the Warriors realistically is just if you can get a you can get a top five seed, you, I think you'll be you're fine because yep. there is nobody in, like you're gonna. First of all, even last year they were the best home team in the playoffs, or either one or two. Mm-hmm. You get into the playoffs, you're a top seed, top five seed. There's nobody beating you at home. You st- you still you still like the Warriors have. The, the difference between them and the Clippers is the Warriors have that starting five. And when you have that starting five, there's nobody in the league that can pound for pound beat your starting five. And it also five. that Steph it, is still playing. Yeah, so like it's like, it's just like you game. said, it's just about getting another guy on that bench because DiVincenzo has been fine. Poole is going to get better. And then you got just one more, you just get one more guy. You can plug in one of them young guys. They'll figure it out. But you can't play Anthony fucking Lamb, Moody, <laughs> and Kaminga at the same time. Even Jermichael Green, he missed five layups the other day. Lost my mind how he missed all them shits. But you just need one other guy. Clippers, I agree with you, uh, got to be healthy. With the other teams, it's really just like, it's so tough because the Pels, 
you want to believe in them. They have the wing, the three-level score. Sure. They have the dominant presence in Zion. The fit is just so funky, and I feel like Zion and B.I. aren't devout. utilized was, okay. as much as they need to be. And then JV, as good of a player Correct. he is, does not fit with, with Zion. Zion. Herb Jones, he misses a lot of open looks. You know, and C.J. McCollum, he's starting to get it a little bit, but he's been up and down. So there's a, they're, they're a team. Like, Willie Green, I feel like he's the guy, mm -hmm. but I don't know mm -hmm. if they're ready yet. You know what I'm saying? With Memphis, they're kind of like Pelicans in a sense, but they're I think they're ready. Yeah, they're also I think they're like two year, years. Though? I think the, they're like two years If there early. was a year not to be ready, it's probably this year in the West. Since you don't have that, maybe, that you but you're still going to run into a Memphis. You're still going to run into a Denver. You're still going to run into a Golden State. Like you're still going to run into one of them teams. But the Pelicans are fifth in offense rating and eighth in defensive rating. They're you, you, still give, you can still give one of those teams a run. We saw the Pels do it last saw, year. The we saw yeah, it last true. year. We saw the breakout, the ascension at the end of the last season. Oh, you're talking about with the Pels? With the Pels. Yeah, yeah. It's just so tricky. Without Zion. And yeah. I also think too, Reb, to, to to add to your point that. This team looks a lot different with a lead guard. Now, I understand what CJ's yeah, doing, but CJ, how much better he would be off the ball. The reason why they look as funky as they do with Zion and, and Brandon Ingram is because they don't have a director on the floor. They don't have a Mike Conley type of guy, a distributor, that can get them, one, easy buckets, that can get them direction. They just kind of look like they're just going. And that works in certain areas. But when you're in the playoffs and teams get the scheme against you and they recognize that you don't have a lead guard, they attack that. I think that they're... I, what, what I do is I put them in the same category as where I had Cleveland last year. Cleveland was Donovan Mitchell away from being a legit top five seed because now they got that wing scorer that they can go through strict. They can go through strictly for buckets and they do have all the other stuff. Now you look at the New Orleans Hornets. They have that one Pels, thing that, they, it's that one thing that they're missing, that lead guard. They got everything else. If they can get that lead guard, I think that they are right in the middle of it. It's also what happened to Point Zion. Point Zion, when he took over that role with the Pelicans, that's when we really start to see that offense ascend. And that's not going to happen. But no. you also understand that that allows versatility to the offense as well. He's talking about McCollum playing, wanting to play more off ball. Zion can't play Z point better than CJ. No, he cannot, but it's still a different. I, mean, I, I don't want neither of them playing point. I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but it allows a versatility to that right? offense. The, the biggest no, concern with the Pelicans Monty. is that. What Thanks what OG, what you said was perfect because that's why the lineups with the Pelicans have looked better with Jose Alvarado most of the time. He's more of a like point floor general than CJ, and he's a good, good defender yeah, against shorter guards. The Pelicans have holes you can exploit. Zion is not a good defender. Jonas, he, no, you, he, he can get schemed out defensively of a, of a playoff series. CJ McCollum has never been a good defender, and Brandon Ingram... Uh, he's okay. Hey, you know, hey they he's, need he's that, that. That Jose, her Murphy, Zion, BI lineup facts. is nasty business for a small ball team. That's a fact. So there are players w on the Pelicans that defensively you can exploit. Where with Memphis, I don't see it that they, you know it can be exploited as easily. I'm with you. Or the Phoenix Suns, I don't see it they, that that can I be mean, exploited that easily. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So that's why the Pelicans. It is funky, but if Zion is who we think he should be. Then in the playoffs, I do expect him to elevate his game. Offensively, they'll keep up with anybody. But if they match up against the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic is going to destroy that matchup. He's going to yeah. destroy Jonas. The Warriors, that's not a good matchup for the Pelicans either. And the other teams, like the Clippers, I just think when you have both those guys healthy with Kawhi and PG, defensively, they become a different team. Because it's almost at a point like the Clippers. They're top 10 defense right they now. They just have so much wing defenders on their team. Norman Powell's not playing better. Robert Covington, Nicholas Batum, even Terrence Mann, who barely gets minutes. They have so many wing defenders that it's going to make it tough for any team in the playoffs that they're fully healthy to play offense against them. Yeah, I think so the, you and this Clipper logic, man. You're killing me with this Clipper logic. I swear, man, because <laughs> it's the same thing. But the Nets. It, it, 
But it's exact. Not only is it the same thing with the Nets, it's the same thing with the Clippers every year. Depending on what they do, depends on health. And now, where's Leonard? Now, where's Paul George? This is the difference with this team. As good as they are, this is how good they can be. Only except we don't have this. And it's almost like you got to plan for that with this team. And if you're going to have to plan for that with this team, I don't understand how we can put those dudes in that category with the other teams like the Golden State Warriors, like Denver. We can't put those guys in that same category. I just can't do it. I'm out on the Clippers. Isn't that what the Clippers are doing right now, preparing for the playoffs? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Be extra cautious with these guys? Because let's be honest, we don't really care if Kawhi and and Paul George are playing right now. We want them to be good for April. We want them to play. OG, OG, what has what have we said about Denver for the past two years? What have we said about Denver in the past? If two they're years? healthy, right, they can what? They can win. Sure. What's the same thing for the Clippers? If they're healthy, what? Well, here's the difference, though. The difference is Jamal Murray doesn't have a history of injury, right? That's Kate, true. Not That's not true. Joker doesn't have a history of injury. No. Now MPJ. we we do know that that we do know about. About KPJ, about MPJ, um, MPJ, yeah. I'm sorry, we do know about him, but other than that, they don't have a history of injury. So before Jamal Murray wrote, before Jamal Murray blows out his ACL, we got the Denver Nuggets right back in the middle of it before MPJ gets hurt, right? That's fair. Kawhi Lennon and with Paul George, this is a reoccurring theme every season with these guys. Before Kawhi blows his knee out, they're in the finals, possibly winning it. Absolutely, they're in the finals. No question about that. Even though. Uh, they, the the Bucks may have beat them. We're not gonna go into that hypothetical, but right. we know for a fact they beat right. Phoenix. They beat the Suns. They, we but know also with, that happens with the Clippers. It's not like it is injury. The majority of it, it's a lot specifically of with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, it's all with Paul George. It's injury, and yeah. also he doesn't perform. Hey, whoa, 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 which whoa, is a whoa, bit, which whoa, is a big deal, Joe. No, which is a huge deal. Last year, PG performed, but in the bubble, he is the reason they chose. No, I'm not. That was in the bubble. That was different circumstances. We're going on three years now. In OKC, he wasn't that good in playoffs. He was great against the. The year they went to the Western Conference Finals, one of the years, yeah, yeah, against the Blazers versus the Blazers. He choked the year before, yeah, versus the Jazz. So you only you only as good as your last baby. Yeah, I was saying. In Game Seven in Indiana versus LeBron James, he choked. Now we're going a decade back. He has these moments. He only as good as your last, bro. He just had a historical run. And they got still, him to the WCF. Even still low key in that moment, he did. He did. Show. He did fold, but he, they, did. he had a historical <laughs> run in the first. You can't leave out the fact two. that Leonard got hurt, yes, and they that, only had to win one up. game in order to get into the conference finals. It's my fault. So it wasn't wait, like, wait, 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 so wait, wasn't, wait. So it wasn't like it wasn't like he carried them. Leonard got hurt in March or something like that. All they had to do was win one but game. No, 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 no. OG, I'm about to check you right now. Leonard got hurt game five against. The, no, game four at the end of the game against Utah. They had to go okay. win one in Utah, which was yeah. arguably the, the, okay, so the worst games. place to play at. Then they had My to fault. go win in L.A., which they was getting okay. clapped by 30 walking into the half. Then no, they had bro, to go. They won on their home floor. Yeah, I just they, said no, in L.A. Game Utah, six. though, I thought. Yeah, they, game so five was games. in Utah. Game six was uh, the Clippers. Okay. Oh, might, no, yes. bro, that's what I'm saying. The hero of game seven was Terrence Mann. Huh? The hero of game seven was Terrence Mann. Game six. Game six. It was Terrence Mann. Paul George in had a Utah. damn triple-double. Please. That was in Utah. I'm telling you. No, game five was in Utah. I'm... Yeah, game six Game six was at home because Terrence think, Mann went for 39 James, in game six. Do you think James yeah, Harden is a playoff choker, Riv? No, he just has his moments. Is is Paul George worse in the playoffs than James Harden? He's gotten better, though, is what I'm saying. James Harden's gotten better, too. Do you trust James Harden in the playoffs? James Harden's got a better win. What you mean? He averaged 34. Against who? Six and six against right, the Warriors right. in the second round. This is your problem. I James see, Harden no, no, is by no, no, far a better no, no, player than Paul George. That's a fact. But no, what are we talking you're, about? You're, here? You're mis- no, wait, you don't trust wait, James Harden. Just wait. Just wait. You said you asked me 
Is play if James Harden the choker? I said no. He has his moments. You said is Paul George the choker? I said no. He's gotten better. You said Harden did this thing against the Warriors. He has not gotten better though. He literally got worse from that moment in the playoffs. That's a fact. Because of injury. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Paul George has gotten better since his stinker in the bubble. That's what I'm saying. He's gotten better. Well, well, You're only as good as your last. Well, he Harden hasn't been Mister Thirty Thirty Six Six. Whatever you just said against the Warriors, he hasn't been that in years. So don't bring that shit up because against Miami, what did he do? He averaged thirty versus the Lakers in the second round in the bubble. What are you talking about? And then, as Reb just mentioned, you only as good as your last. He was on that Brooklyn unit when they lost to Milwaukee. He was on that team when they was in the playoffs. You remember him, Reb? He was hurt. You remember him, Joe? He was on that unit. He was out there. But when PG was hurt again with OKC, he don't give a fuck. The point I'm trying to make, the conclusion. He couldn't put his arms up for two weeks. Average 28 against the Blazers. The conclusion. And he had to guard Dame because you know why? Westbrook couldn't do it. And he got And he played like shit. Dame hit the shot in his face. He did. He shot a shot. He did. That's a great moment. He took a step back. He took a step he had such a long yeah, wingspan by the shot. Court. He Come took on, a your defense player at half court, bro. That's a whole game. Yo, he had a 35 footer. Yeah, like, he had a step back from unreal. half court, bro. Was Harden stopping that? The hell Fuck no. Hell Harden no. had the buck on Lou Dorr. Dame in the first game round. It's Lou Dorr. What in game seven? Bro said Lou Dorr in a bubble with no fans. What are you doing? James Harden blocked the shot. Just compared Lou Dorr to Dame. James Harden got blocked by Miles Turner. James Harden blocked the shot. He made a better defensive play than Paul George in that what instance. A, he did a step back from here? half court. What yeah, the hell can nah, you do like against that? Nobody was stopping that. Paul George that. is 6'10". You got He's the wingspan. Block the shot. Nobody's stopping that. LeBron wasn't. Michael Jordan wasn't. Scotty wasn't. Was Nobody was stopping that. Bro, that was a step times. back from half court, bro. Nobody's stopping that. The conclusion is that. Ten times. He makes that shot once. The conclusion is that you can't trust Paul George in the playoffs. That's the conclusion. All I'm saying is you're only as good as your last. He was good last time. So you can trust that he'll be good. Well, again. what about the last time when they was in a play and the Timberwolves beat he them? He didn't play against. He didn't play, but you got to be available. You got to be available. You got to be available. He had COVID. No, no, you're blaming him for COVID. I'm done. No, I'm done. I'm done. You're buying into it. He, he went ghost in the. He had six points in the last two minutes. I caught you with that. No, no, you lied about it. He had six points in the last two minutes and two assists. He accounted for every single point under two minutes. Stop lying about that game. He accounted for every single point in the last two. Two minutes. Stop, stop lying was, on that game, bro. And then he caught Rip, COVID. Rip, you're blaming him for catching COVID, hey, which is crazy to me Rip. that you're blaming him for that. Hey, hey, guy. All right, you're about stop, to lie. Stop chatting and let you're me about get, to lie. get. That's no, I'm not right. about to lie right. because they were up. The Wolves were up points where PG making it was stat padding at that point. They were losing by six points. With uh, under two minutes, I stat. It wasn't under two minutes. It was like 33 seconds left in the game. He hit a three. He brought it within one or two points. Take it easy. You said six points. He made he made a shot with 30 seconds left when they were already down. And it didn't even matter. So relax. Oh, gee, right. to finish off this topic, who, who do you think are the teams in the West that up. you think this can make lying. the finals? Or you can see if everything goes right, they can make it. If everything goes right, that they can make the finals. Phoenix. Uh, Denver. That's two. Um, Phoenix, Denver, and Golden State. That's as far as I'm going. Everything goes right for the Clippers, which means they stay healthy. Which is not going to happen. But this, That's in, not going to happen. In this scenario where everything goes right. Even if, even, even if that was the case, we've seen, even if everything did go right, we've seen those guys go the other way. We've seen it. And because we've seen it, I can't bet on the Clippers. I just can't. By those as other guys, you're not talking about Kawhi. No, I've seen Kawhi absolutely, yeah. but here's the difference he's, though. He's the we're one. talking about a Kawhi. We're talking about a Kawhi Leonard from four years ago for what he did. 
We're not talking about a Kawhi Leonard. We're not talking about a Kawhi Leonard today. We're talking about a Kawhi Leonard who's four years removed from what he did That's in Toronto. You don't think Kawhi can't be just as great? That's what I said. He he had six points, and the the third the the third point, the the other three points that you're counting for was in, they were already losing by four. That's they were still already a game by, though, and then before that it was it was it was ninety eight. He made to, the three. It was ninety eight. It was ninety eight to one hundred four. He, made he the hits three. the three with a minute and twenty four seconds. That's that makes shot. it one hundred one one hundred four. He's acting like he didn't do nothing. They were down. It was ninety five to 99 with two minutes left so he gives a dime to batum he was double teamed so when it that matters, makes it that makes bro, it 98 serious? to 99 he's acting like he did completely nothing i'm not saying he did completely nothing but when paul george needed a backpack he did not okay bro okay now to add to your to, to, to get back to what you just got finished saying i mean that's a lot to ask for everything to go right because again i yes. I, I know i see what leonard is just two seasons ago i mean he was first team all nba right mm -hmm. and he was playing at that high level but he broke down and to ask for everything to go right. I mean, when was the last time we seen everything go right with him? Very that was four time. years ago. Yeah. That was four years ago. You don't see the Memphis Grizzlies in this in this tier if everything goes right, they can make the finals. What's with you in this everything? Nah, goes right OG, thing. that stay consistent. If everything I am. Goes, I, I, I am. I I am. If everything goes right, I'm looking at from a talent standpoint, I think that they would be hell for the Warriors. I, I'm with you. From a, from, yeah. from a talent standpoint, I think that they would be hell for the Warriors. I think that they gave Steph. I think they gave Clay everything that they were looking for. Considering what the Golden State Warriors are right now, I think they would give the Warriors hell. I'm, I can't say that the Warriors would beat them. If that Memphis team is healthy going into the playoffs and they got to see them in a seven-game series, I can't say that they. I can't say that the Warriors are going to beat them. So I right can't. now, you just compare every team to to playing against Golden State because that's you're just showing that respect to to the Warriors. Well, not only not only that though, not only that. I'm looking at it from a standpoint where Golden State is. You you look at their you look at their first five, yeah. right? At their first five, they're playing the best out of anybody yeah. in the league. They are, which means that they're not going to be at the bottom of the Western Conference the entire season. I'm with you. So with the with the with the idea of them getting better, not just them getting better and staying healthy and making a move, I still think that the road to the NBA championship in the Western Conference goes through Golden State. I 100 percent agree. Yeah. Now, this week in the NBA, something that we're going to shout out that happened this week, I'll just start. I think Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons' great play. Is that, he that serious? Was, that's what you were going to put? Are you serious? Really? I actually had Ben Simmons as well. I really? also had NBA. Ben Simmons. Oh, I have another guy, too. I'm a fan. Hopefully somebody doesn't say him. Well, last six games, he's been averaging 15.5 points, 6.8 rebounds per game, 5.8 assists, and he's been averaging a steal and a block, shooting 82% from the field. Although he's <clears> playing well, they haven't been winning, but... He deserves his credit because he's more aggressive. The passes that he's making in transition have been unbelievable. He's been what he is defensively. We know what he is defensively. And I just feel like this is what they need from Ben Simmons if they want to even make some sort of noise in the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. This week in the NBA, Sadiq Bay. Detroit Pistons have been taking immediate calls for Sadiq Bay. Okay. Uh, Orlando has made a call. Cleveland has made a call. I forgot the other team. Aren't you a big Sadiq Bay fan? I am actually. I really do like his game. I, I think he's. I think in Detroit, he's trying to be something he's not. You know, I think he's. I think he's more of like a role player, like a good player within a role. I think in Detroit, he's trying to show too much in his game. Um, six eight, solid build, solid defender. Can be a good three-point shooter. You know, his, the percentages are in there. But he has the the stroke. He has the ability. Um, couldn't, couldn't in spurts give you a bucket. But I think with Bogdanovich coming in, I think he kind of took that Sadiq Bey role. And then you got Ivy. You got Cade. When he gets back, those guys are the primary ball handler. I think right now, at this very moment, Detroit just needs guys that fit around those two guys. And I think with Sadiq mm -hmm. Bey, he kind of wants to create for himself, be that type of guy. So I think he may, the Detroit is starting to look like he may not be – 
the right fit. And as they're looking, they might bring in another guy who might need the ball. So that's kind of – C.D. Bay is kind of the guy looking out because Jalen Duren, grown-ass man at 19, when he plays, he's a – That's your he's dog? A, he's a, that's my guy. He's a beast. So he'll soon get that starting five spot. So right now I think C.D. Bay is just looking out. But I think teams like Cleveland would be a nice spot for him. That would be an excellent that, that, spot. I think that's a real good uh, it's spot. literally the, ex- the only thing they yeah. need, really. Yeah. They, a guy they, like Sadiq mm-hmm. Bay. But I think he will have – I think right now he's just showing himself too much. But I do think uh, he can find another role in another spot. I think he is still a good player. Like but the he, numbers aren't there Where right he's now. not extending himself and not trying to do too much, he could play a role perfectly, and I yep. think the Cavaliers are that squad. Perfect, actually. So shout out to our guy, Swipe It Cam, was on our show a little bit, is a, a, the Nuggets truther. And truther, we've been talking about. We talked about Aaron Gordon a little bit, and I want to highlight Aaron Gordon. The last yeah. eleven games, seventeen points per game, basically seven rebounds per game, basically three assists a game, a block, a steal, shooting seventy percent from two point range, fifty seven percent from three, seventy three percent true shooting, and is a plus one hundred four in these last eleven games. This is arguably the best we've ever seen Aaron Gordon, and it's impacting games, and it's leading to winning basketball on top of the obvious. Jokic playing amazing, where his usage isn't anywhere near what it's been in years past. And even still, he's third in in passes leading to assists in the NBA right now. The Nuggets have just been playing great basketball. Aaron Gordon needs that acknowledgement, and I just wanted to give that to him. You're go, buddy. Sorry, I don't know why I thought you were about to go. Um, I want to talk about the Magic. The Magic haven't been winning, 5-14. and 14, uh, <laughs> But they have their young guys are balling out. Franz Wagner over the last 10 games, averaging 23, 24. Shout out six, man. Um, 10. Yeah, they were 10. 10. Yeah, they, I mean, I actually had, I actually had the Knicks at 10. I, I need you to highlight that, that man. Bull? No. Oh, who? Franz? I, uh, yes. Yo, that's what, what I was just saying. The last 10 games, he's averaging 24, ahead, 23 boy. a game, five rebounds, 40% from three, 88% live, 65% true shooting. He's been playing no, unreal. And Bull Bull, who, you know, obviously coming out of college or wherever he went to, he Oregon, got right? all, yeah. Facts. He got all of this hype coming out, this crazy size, you know, labeled as this demigod. And the first few years in the league, he was really just bouncing around all over the place. He found a home in Orlando. He's been playing out of his mind. He could shoot. He's one of the leaders in terms of blocks as well. He's been able to play well defensively. Pretty much just took Bomba's spot. Yeah, which is insane, you know, given that his draft position. Um, I'm so out on Mo Bamba. I am (laughs) so out on him. But Bull Bulls really stepped out (laughs) in his absence. He's been playing well. OG, this week in the NBA. Um, this week in the NBA, which is kind of ironic because I just got finished talking about uh, Gildress Alexander and, and his development and how much he's gotten better. I watched earlier this week. The first thing I'm thinking is, is yo, what happened to the wing defender? What happened to that guy who took pride in playing defense? We quickly talk about guys, right, being awesome as offensive players, but they're not that on the other side of the basketball. So I watched... Shay Gilders Alexander get his lunch eaten by Jalen Brunson. Couldn't believe that. Put 34 on him on 14 for 20 <laughs> shooting. Very little resistance. Now, I want to talk about Gilders Alexander as a superstar. I do, but I can't do that when you're getting served. You're not, you, and, and, and there's no resistance whatsoever when you're getting served. Which had me thinking, what happened to the wing defender who took pride in slowing a guy down? Now, I understand that this is the pros, and it's really difficult to stop a guy, but what happened to making it difficult on a guy? Jalen Brunson basically had his way with him. And I'm thinking to myself when I'm watching it on this week of the NBA, what happened to the wing defender? What happened to that guy who took pride in locking a guy down or slowing a guy hey, down? Hey, so, OG. Herb Jones is a rare breed. Uh, respect Andrew Wiggins. Um, OG, quick question. 
How many wing defenders? That was mad quick. Yeah, how many? This is rare breed. How many wing defenders in the NBA that can that like all star wing defenders? Do you think play defense at a great to elite level? Uh, the all star term is is tough because Jaylen the Brown. first one that came to my mind was Jalen Brown's perfect. But yeah. Jason Tatum. I'm not saying all star, but OG Ananobi. Oh, we do. Well, that's why I wanted to ask him because most of the time it's the all star guys that are not doing KD it. KD has been a great defender this season. So I'm actually. He has, been a, he, he has been a really good defender, but I'm thinking about the wing defenders, mm. all star guys. Yes. I can't really see any. And There's the reason really why I can't any. see any is because they don't really take pride in it. Mm. I think we live in a, I think we live in an era of social media where, you know, guys are afraid of getting embarrassed, even though this is pro basketball and this is part of the game where, yo, I'm going up against a pro. So. I got to bring my game because I know he's going to bring his game. So when I think about all-stars, I can't really see an all-star. Jalen Brown plays defense. Correct. Mm-hmm. I definitely I definitely dig Jalen Brown's ability on the defensive end. Scotty Bond said he's the best defender in the game. He's lying, is, but yeah, I get it. He's not. Yeah, he said Scotty Bond said he's the best defender in the game. Meanwhile, OG Anobi, the word o- is there it is. No, no, OG is the OG's best defender him. on their team. I mean, I think we're talking about wing defenders. OG and Anobi takes pride. Correct. Dorian right. Finney-Smith, right. Herb Jones. Herb Jones is my guy. I, that's where I was going. I, Herb Jones is my guy. I think that what and when I say Herb Jones, Joel, I'm thinking to myself, what happened to the other guys? It can't just be Jason one Tatum. dude in the league no, that's no, a lockdown wing defender. No, you don't that's think it. Tatum that's takes Jason Tatum. Tatum. Takes now, now that's now I tell you what, that's starting to happen with Jason Tatum. I, yeah. I have seen the improvement of Jason Tatum this as a wing years, defender. Sure. Mark, Mark is smart. His ability to defend on a wing gets overshadowed by his flopping. I think it's nuts that he <laughs> does that as much as he does. Yeah. It just gets taken away for how good he can be as a wing defender. Drew Holiday, you know how I feel about Ooh. him as a wing defender. But these guys, I'm wondering what happened to guys taking pride in slowing guys down. Because the next time I got to look at a box score where your counterpart goes 35 <laughs> and 7 or 32 and 32 and 8, I'm going to go nuts because it's, t- it's telling me that I know these guys are difficult to deal with, but are they that difficult to deal with? A lot of elite defenders in the wing are usually the guys that Lonzo, don't have the most Lonzo Ball is one of those guys. Oh, you're finally on. I would on say, the... what do you mean he's a great defender? I never said he wasn't. No, no. The defending is <laughs> never about? stopped. Riff, <laughs> I just got to make yes, sure. That's, okay. I'm with you. Dylan Brooks is one of them. <sighs> mm. Jeremy Grant. Slightly. Jeremy Grant. Oh. Good. Great. Jeremy Grant's been great this year on the wing. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Simmons. Great. No. I think Jaden McDaniels is one of those guys, yes. those guys on, on yes. Minnesota. Ben Simmons looks like he's actually starting to become a basketball player. looks like, ben like Simmons, basketball he's, yes, he looks comfortable. He doesn't look yeah. completely Love lost. it, man. Love it. Love my guy. Try telling you guys. Be patient with Ben. Ben Ten. Now you're sick. Try telling you guys. Totally so, so I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't see any. I just don't see many. Yeah. Oh, yes. All yeah, star. Yeah. All star. Especially, like, especially yeah. in the regular season. I just season. don't see many. Especially. Yeah. In the you would season. usually like I think like in a in a 2010s era you would see one on every single playoff team. There's one of those guys. For sure. Bunch of hey, who was that guy? Who was that guy in the huddle going? Can you score the rest of the points? Okay, I'll deal with 24. Don't worry about him. Who is that guy? That I've I haven't seen many guys like that. Herb Jones is one of those guys, like you just talked about. DJ Jason Tucker. Tatum is getting better, but Jason yeah. Tatum is not going to come in the huddle and go, "Yo, I'll deal it's with the guys without offensive responsibilities." I don't know what he did against Me, Kevin Durant. It, it, is, 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 is he going to do that now? What's a playoff series? I believe in a regular in a regular season. That I yeah. understand what you're they saying. They have a lot of responsibilities. Come playoff time. I played too many minutes. Tatum will call his own number playing defense on on the top. Like guy. we don't, we don't. And I, and, and I just want to see that more. That's all. Yeah, I, I just want to see that more when we talk about these guys as elite players. Because when I think about guys on one side of the basketball, you're more of a specialist than you are an elite player. Yeah, no, that's why I love like when um the Clippers in Boston play. I love it because 
Kawhi and PG, Tatum and Brown, they match up against Perfectly. each other. Like, they pick that day to, like, all You right. didn't like Derek White on Luka? I hated that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Did you oh, OG, were you that. watching that, that game? That that I did off. watch that How game. The rib, is it, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think Luka is Dart's one of those guys when he's in the playoffs. Ooh, he did it to Harden. No, he's one of those guys every game of his life, I feel like. Dort's gets it. Ooh. Bro, we were saying it when we were on uh, the playback. How many times did we see Luca take White into the post, do the exact same move, either fade away or pass it out? Now Luca was getting his, but he wasn't getting his against Tatum. But smart, bro. That's it's just boring. Tatum him for it was a boring. And now I think uh, he scored what two points? It's a minute. I'm glad you, Riv. Quick question for you, Riv. Talk to me. Is is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum what Leonard and Paul George was supposed to be? In terms of yes. what winning or like all a, the above, like um production, ability, winning, no production is not. But um, in terms of winning, you mean like Davis winning? Twenty six. Oh. Um, I would say Paul George was in an MVP conversation. Okay, Brown has never, still... ever, never mind. Um, in terms of winning, I think they're, I think right now Kawhi and PG are trying to be what they are in terms of winning. You know, like they've pretty much I don't want to say won the NBA championship, but they've had a winning season when they've been the two guys. Almost mm-hmm. every year of their career. And plus, they're younger. They're going to have the numbers. They're going to put in more effort in the regular season. They're going to have the juice. Um, right. So I would say, yeah, I, I think right now Kawhi and PG are trying to do what they do. You know, consistently win, be on the court. That little bro. In a sense, yeah, you could say that. Oof. In terms of accomplishments, you can't really compare because Kawhi clears all three of them put together. Right. And then Paul George We're clears Jalen Brown. We're talking about like, duels together, yeah, that's though. Well, that's what I'm saying, like. I'm not. I'm not talking. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Really. I'm not I know talking what he's talking about. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking Winning, about as a duo. Are duo, you got to give it to it, only people that can compete right now with Brown and Tatum as duos is right. Giannis and whoever you want to pick, and then Steph and whoever you want to pick at the moment. And, I, and, I, and it's, it's not an idea of them being better. The, the, the logic is: Are these two guys what you two were supposed to be? Yes, it was supposed to be Jalen Brown and Tatum was supposed to be what they when they first yes. got together. Yes. They right. that was the the model: Kawhi and PG, the two way wing defense. Tatum and Brown was supposed to be that. But then uh-huh. these two keep getting banged up. Those two keep going up. Now it's like, yo, y'all got to catch them again. What right. would you rather have? Right now? Yeah. The, the Brown and uh, Tatum. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm kind of yeah, surprised. I'm not, no, I I'm never not. know with you. No, if you ask me. You're just, you're, 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 you're just ask me. completely throwing away Jalen Brown's you know, production. No, no. If you single-handedly ask me who would I rather have out of all of them PG, you know I'm going to take PG out of bias. But if you talk about duo, yeah, respect. Jalen Brown's throwing up 26. Paul Jones on that's 2018. What? Do you, what? Are oh, you talking about the regular season? Yeah, yeah, because that's all we have. We're just no, 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 I know. In the in, in the playoffs, when PG's a one man show, he puts up twenty eight. In the finals, ten and nine, he never made the finals. Okay, Jalen Brown only averaged twenty two in the finals. Okay, went to let's the finals. relax. Like he was, come on, let's. Cool. let's Tatum went respect. off. He had a backpack. No, no, respect what? Jalen Brown was very good in the finals. Yes, very good. But let's not act like he he made it seem like Brown was generational. Well, you just threw, you just threw away Jalen Brown and, and Paul George didn't. That's all he did. Yeah, it was funny. He just threw away Jalen Brown. It was a funny, cute one. I mean, you just threw it away. No, I didn't throw it away. You did. No, no, you did. Jalen Brown's an incredible Robin. You crumbled it up. You said Paul George was MVP candidate. Jalen Brown's an incredible Robin. You're losing me. He's an incredible Robin. Best Robin in the league? That's Dab facts. me up for that. He right is. now? now How long have you saying that for? Dab me up right now. Wait, the answer is yes. Yeah, right now. Yeah! yeah. Right now, right now. Ah, oh, man. Well, LeBron's a Robin now with the Lakers. You would say JB's better than him? Oh, shit. Got a great point. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I don't go into too deep into the numbers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That Young guys are gonna that, produce the numbers. Because when that PG down, was a one, we know what goes OG, come on, man. It shuts that down. So on I mean, to the PG's last better, topic <laughs> of OG's guest appearance. Maybe just I want to talk about the Indiana Pacers. I mean, that's pretty important. I would say get buckets to play defense. OG, OG doesn't play. Are we calling LeBron? Are we calling LeBron Robin? Is that what we're doing? Like five or six? 
Well, that's okay. the that's the plan. That, that was the plan moving forward. That was the plan. If AD doesn't break down, that was. I think James has no problem. Paul George. He'd Making pass. a silky segue well, into that role if, if AD uh, doesn't break yeah. down. I, I, I solely believe that James no, would have loved to have played no, off him more. And I no, think no, that they win a lot. No doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, Taylor gets it hurt. Was Taylor the, Brown's cooked. Yeah, I mean, you know what's killing me is us having two conversations at once. If Jason Taylor gets hurt, Jalen Brown's done though. I just need you to know that. That team is going down. So relax. Yeah, so don't. It's Tatum. He's the guy. I respect Tatum. I respect Tatum. Top three. Top three what? Giannis, Luca, Steph. What are you doing here? Top five. There no, you go. Right. <laughs> no. Is there's a difference between playing better and being a better yeah, player? Yeah, yeah. Relax, yes, yeah, relax. Understand that one. the I difference. Yeah. Oh, okay. You keep trying. You, you're gonna try every hey, week. I'm gonna I, try. I will. I will. Eventually, he'll stick once he wins MVP. I tell you what. If if Tatum goes to the finals this year and he plays better than that dog shit we seen last year, what if he wins MVP, I will literally say he's better than Steph on air. Wait. Don't which, care what which, Steph does. Which? MVP or finals? Both. Both. Okay. I mean, that's fair. You should bring it up, Jason Tatum. Has the gap closed between him and Luca? I've been trying to tell him, OG. It OG has been closed, but I him. think Luca's still a better player. The defensive I aspect. Is, I think he you, is too. OG, you, I don't think you can say it yet until the playoffs. We scored thirty on Luca just the other night. Who's we? Your team as is team, clearly as a better. Team collectively, well, we had thirty it, it, when it, he was it, primary it, defender. Well, oh yeah, no, his defense is dog shit. That, and Tatum the other way. I think they but Luca is six just, points all night. He's such an offensive machine. That it's he is, but Tatum still averaging Tatum thirty while being what, one of the okay, best. Okay, so I, I, in I think I said this shit on the playback. They're just two different type of archetype players. Like Luca's a backpacker. Tatum is more of a two way type of like Luca can willingly carry an offense to a top ten offense all, all season. I don't think Tatum can do that with the with the type of pieces Luca. But if you give him a team, now that's a different conversation where he they yeah. look like the best team in the league as opposed to Luca. You just put a bunch. He's like LeBron. You put a bunch of guys with him. Or he puts yes. them. He puts them in yeah, hard, and he puts them in. They gonna always be around because offensively like, he's gonna be able he to has do the play, some like, shit that playmaking no one else can do. Playmaking is just as valuable a defense to a degree in this NBA. So when you're Luca and you can give it, you can give it 35 and then put your guys in success and get like 10, 11 assists. That closes the gap between somebody who defends at a high level and can score. Tatum and Luca aren't in the same conversation when it comes to playmaking. Because same with defense, but that's why it closes the gap. It's it's still Tatum can still playmake at a very high yes, level. Yes. The defense. It's it's not close. It's not, but the playmaking isn't either. Lucas generation. Fair, fair. But fair, Tatum has fair. a way to catch him because he can be a better player. But the thing is, would you say? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, uh, OG, I feel like we're gonna say the pretty similar things. Maybe, maybe not. You you said it perfectly. Yes, Luca is is leaps and bounds better than than Tatum as a playmaker. But even still, Tatum is a great playmaker. Yes. Can you say that Luca Tatum, is a great defender? A great, I don't think Tatum's Ooh, a great playmaker. Really? Come on. Tatum's well, not a his, 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 a I think the thing that we have a problem better, with Rib is when you say playmaker, what do you what do, what do you what do you mean playmaking? Because playmaking isn't just distributing the basketball. No. Playmaking is a number of different things when you talk about. I'm getting I'm, I'm yes. getting emotional. I'm getting what? emotional because what? when we sat up here 2 we weeks ago, no, no, we did. No, you told me that I was tripping. It wasn't me. It must have been him. It was not me. I know exactly what I remember who said I'm the one who I'm the one we and you have had multiple conversations about so playmaking being more than just passion. So 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 when we talk so when we talk about playmaking Rev, we don't just talk about a guy just distributing the basketball and getting other guys shots. We're talking about a guy in, in in Jason Tatum who number one has become a better wing defender. Him becoming a better mm. wing defender, he speeds up the offense because he's creating turnovers. That's playmaking, right? So his ability to get to the basket and beat up on big guys. When he beats up when, when he beats up on big guys and gets them fouls, now they got to go to the bench. That's playmaking. 
So those are other things that you involve in playmaking mm, as opposed to just, I'm getting this guy a shot. I'm getting that guy a shot. When I'm on the wing and I'm defending and I'm able to speed up our offense, when I'm on the wing and not just defending, when I'm help defense, when I'm in here rebounding, these are playmaking. These are things that, that, that are playmaking. When I get loose balls and I extend our offense, that's playmaking. Those things, playmaking is not just distributing the basketball and I'm just getting uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. a shot or I'm getting Christian Wood a shot. Because that's if that's playmaking, then – there has to be more to it than that. It has to be more to it than that. That's a fair point, but I think when it, when we talk about Luka, like in regards to him, everything Tatum can do, Luka can, can do just as well offensively, if not better. I think outside of three-point shot, Tatum has a better three-point shot, but talking about playing from the post, I think it's similar. Talking about driving to the basket, Luka has that from the mid-range. Luka's a better mid-range shooter as well. As a finisher, Luka's better as well. I think defenses collapse more towards Luka and he creates more opportunities for his teammates because Luka's right. in a position where you don't have to respect the guys around him to the degree you have to respect Jalen Brown, Amarcus Smart, and Al That's Horford, why they're not crashing. That's why they're not crashing on Tatum the way that they crash on Luka. We still do. They still, they still do. crash, but, but it's just with Luka, you can you don't respect those guys as much. So there's not there's good. added, not that there's good. added defensive shooters. attention. When Luka was Luka. gone, the starting lineup put up well, 27 it's not, it's not points okay, it's not against they're not the Rockets. Good. They're spot up shooters, so they're relegated to do a specific thing when that certain guy is there. They're not. They're not like you can't. Tatum goes out. You still have Jalen Brown that can create smart to a degree can make looks. Oh, listen, Brogdon can do that. We, they we don't. They, Dallas has made a team where they put spot up shooters yes. around Luka, not guys who can really outside of Dinwiddie and Wood. Who Wood isn't. I don't know what his, his minutes are up and down. Wood and Hardaway like are good bench pieces. That's what they are. Like they, they haven't they put guys that fit Luca's game, which is spot up shooters. They don't put guys that can create. Boston is the only two creators on on the Dallas Mavericks. Dinwiddie and Luka. even in the playoffs, they still guarded Tatum similar to, to Luca. Maybe not as much gravitated, but still, you trap Tatum. They forced him to be a passer, and that's why he had so many t turnovers. They forced him to make plays for others. That was the game plan and the scheme on Tatum, and making him shoot that broke ass mid range. In game one, game sorry, one. I just had to throw that out. Yeah, there. that was rude. Game one. Which by the go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, OG. Go ahead. Which, by the way, has improved this yes. season. Yes. And his post-game. His post-game is Well, I mean, too. the midi proves. Which, which, which has improved. And the reason why you saw him the way you saw him in the finals was because he was so wrapped up in offense. And when his offense wasn't going, you saw him disappear. And I think that comes with maturity, yes, which yes. goes back to my original point. Luka came in way more polished than yep. Tatum. And because Luka came in way more polished than Tatum, you're not going to get much more out of Luka than you already gotten. Tatum, on the other hand, there is a better upside. Number one, on the defensive side of the basketball, you see it improving. You see his ability to distribute. You see his ability to playmake. All, all of those things come in. You see those things improving. Luka, I think that we've seen mm. – we're, gonna, we're probably going to get better seasons out of Luka, yeah. but I think that we've seen the best of him. I, I, I've always felt like by year five, mm -hmm. this is who this guy is. Which is it's, that's saying Moving, a lot because I mean, this is MVP. Tatum was deemed the most one of the most polished prospects yes. coming in in a while. But, so but that's even, saying even a lot. With saying that Luka, if this is the best he's going to be, this is this a top is, three a player. In the player. World. Yes, yeah, is, it is a top three player a in the NBA. Type of animal. Yeah. <laughs> is he better than Jokic? I think they're similar. Yeah. One is guy better, is, is just a wing. Is, is exactly. Luca yeah. is Luca better than Steph? No. So he's probably. Is he better than Giannis? No. So right now he's probably it's. it's three. So are you definitively saying that he's better than Jason Tatum? Will Tatum yeah. be better than Giannis though? No. no. Probably not. Or Steph. He'll never be as good as Steph. 
Unless Steph Correct. just declines. Steph, even so, but Steph well, I'm has, talking about Steph right now. Oh, he's yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's, he's going to be yeah. way better than him. I mean, still, but you got to think Tatum is defensively is doing things and that also, Luke Steph, is not going like, to be able to do that. Steph Steph's a, not a defensive do. upside. Yes. Steph Curry is a great example. He doesn't – you can argue, yeah, Tatum's a better two-way player, but Steph's offense just supersedes anything Tatum does. He's a he's a walking But Steph is a better offensive player than Luka. Yeah, efficiency-wise, for sure. Than Luka. But Luke, the gap, the gap, it shouldn't between, be. But it's yeah, true. The gap, is, the is gap. Steph offense, a better, is Steph a better offensive player than Luka, or is he a better scorer than? Luka? Yeah, that's that's a that's. He's a better scorer. I said offensive, um, and I knew. It's, well, he's it, a better, but also gotta, Steph doesn't have the ball like you got to you got to you got to you got to understand how like the shit Steph does like because that shit, is playmaking. Steph coming off a screen and that's two people going to him and then the other guy getting open that should be a form of him being a playmaker like no, that. It is that's added like the shit Steph does without the ball His and gravity. with the ball cre- shit is accounted for like what Luca does just on ball like it's a different type that's why he's viewed so high because his off ball right. shit is ridiculous I, I think offensively like they're different type of offensive players one is a mm-hmm. heliocentric guy another's kind of an off ball it's really just about preference I lean Steph because efficiency and the for, fact that he's a walking microphone well uh, yeah but like just offensive to winning basketball and he's a three level scoring from three mid-range uh finishing he's just percentage-wise just different being at 6'3". But, but uh, what I will say about, in terms of, like, Luka's playmaking versus Tatum, and I'll even throw in Jokic, Jokic grouping in him with Luka, mm-hmm. is you can see how defenses play them and the different type the different type of schemes. With Nikola Jokic, we saw in the Clippers series that they were not doubling him. Stupid. Because they know that if you double, he's going to make yeah. the right pass right away. There's no doubt about it. There's a reason why teams don't double Jokic and they double Embiid, because they know Embiid struggles with that. Same thing with Luka and Tatum. You don't see teams throwing doubles at Luka that often. Usually the game like for the war in the Warriors series it was let's let's Tire just out. let's just gl- stay like glue on these wing players and let's just let Luka do what he does. He's going to score regardless. Let's just not let these open three-point shots happen. Mm-hmm. And with Jason Tatum it was not like that like they will double Tatum. They will force him to make those passes. Dallas did that a lot just the other night, but Tatum looked comfortable doing it. There was a Which couple times he ran out of it, you know, made ran the right passes. But I think we could say the gap between Luka and Tatum that everyone thought was a huge gap last it's year is definitely what, what, what closing. Because Tatum was a top 10 player fact, maybe nine at or nine. At, at the end of last and year. And Luka was... Five, four, five, or six. So I don't think they got like in terms yeah. of the top people, ten. The gap people, is people, people, people were Luka chatting. Top, like, ex- they were chatting with okay, him being better fair. than Curry. I, yes. I, okay, that's fair. I'm yeah. just saying from the consensus, like the the people who know ball, I think pretty comfortably. If you're top ten, the gap isn't big regardless. I think yeah. re- like now, there's still, a difference between being that ten. Yeah, and but three I don't think the, like, the, the gap. My, I'm saying is the gap can be achieved. Is what I'm saying. Like as opposed to a top five player to a top twenty player. Jimmy Butler is around that top ten. Is he gonna? He's not gonna achieve that gap. Jimmy Butler. And also, I'm glad you mentioned that part because there was a time. I mean, you know, when James after the 15, 16 season, he was the number one player in the world. Now the number seven player, the gap was like this between him and James. That's LeBron though. But but that's the it, point. The point it, is, is it. when you're in the top oh. 10, Riv, there is a significant a gap. gap that There's may not gap. be able to be achieved. So the little, the difference between between this situation is mm-hmm. Luca and, and Tatum, that gap is closer than people think. Not only is it closer than people think, it is closing. Like the gap between Giannis and Embiid, it's pretty significant in my opinion. This is how I'll describe it. I'll is the say, gap between Embiid and the Joker, was it significant to you? Last year, without a doubt. You think so? Yeah. I guess it's significant. I've said this before. I said that's this why before. I said Giannis. Because that's why I said Giannis. I've said Giannis this before. The gap between Jokic and Embiid 
is what the gap once was between Steph and Dame and probably still is when, when Dame defense, was the second point guard in the league. Not that Jokic is bad on defense. I can get with that not. logic. Joel, with, I can definitely get with that. There was, a, there was a stretch between between Dame and Curry where people talked about Dame, but it wasn't close. Yeah, yeah. it's still that it stretch. It, listen, it's still you bad. take Jokic. Yes, you take I'm a Jokic huge Dame 10, without a 10 out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. But even in those 10 out of 10 times, it's still a competition. Jokic is going to win every time, but you cannot slight Embiid. Now, compared to Jokic, I will. <laughs> well, Jokic is crazy. Tatum Jokic is, just, is amazing. I'll, Tatum was I'll describe, I'll describe spot, the so. Tatum gap like this. Last season, the gap between Luka and Tatum was the gap between Luka and Paul George. Paul George and Tatum were kind of like in a similar tier. This year, I now view Tatum more so like how I would once view the gap between Luka and Kawhi, if they're even like, you know, it's very similar. I think Tatum is now mm. went from <laughs> being a, like a 1B to like a certified 1A. He's like Kawhi. No, he is, he is in that tier of, without a doubt, without a doubt superstar. How? Wait, I mean, I mean he's a, without a doubt a superstar. He's an MVP yeah. no, I thought right he, now. No, I think when you're a 1B, you're already a superstar. No, but I'm, uh, but people. So Paul George is a superstar? I don't have Paul George as a 1B anymore. I mean, he—you could argue he was. I think in the he. Last was, I think he was run. teetering, like he was but, always teetering. Riff, That's what Tatum was, though. And we've who's, had who's conversations. No, I think then. going to the once Tatum who's went to the finals, one B uh, is like, like Jimmy Embiid, Butler last year. Tatum, um, Tatum. I mean, it was Butler's, Kawhi before he stopped wait, playing wait, basketball. Embiid's one B. I think Embiid was a one B. Kawhi's a one B. I thought one A. This was before last. This like before this season. I don't change my list twenty games in. One A for me was Giannis, Steph. It was. Luca, LeBron, Jokic, KD. Jokic, KD. Those are my one A guys. Like guys who like those are my one A. One B was like Embiid, so Tatum. Um, Embiid second place. It was Kawhi. In a row. It was yeah, Kawhi. So I would say Tatum instead of the Kawhi now. Yeah. Y'all say Tatum is like yes, KD. He's, he's a gap, but yes. like Luca and KD. That's the gap. Yeah, I would probably like. Tatum it's you're basically saying can he be the best team on a championship team? That's at the end of the day what we're saying. Well, most of those guys, the, all KD? the six guys I named outside of Luca have either an MVP or a chip. How sure are we of that? If I'm Tatum gets sure. the MVP, I will I'm, I'm gladly. I'm, I'm gladly. Like, if Tatum gets an MVP this year, I will gladly put him in 1A. It ain't, it, like, it's not a big deal to me. But, like, the 1A guys were outside of Luka were guys who've won chips or multiple chips or guys who have MVPs or multiple MVPs. Those were my 1A guys. Like, you, they've had a significant gap on the league. So that's why I was like, Tatum isn't there yet, but he's getting there. He just went to the finals. You know, he just had a great run. So that's why I was like, okay, if Tatum gets an MVP or a ring this year, how the fuck can I leave him out the 1A? You know, I, I mean, think I'm think, good with I think I'm so. good with putting Luke. I'm good with putting Luca ahead of KD. I know you don't like that, but I'm I'm good with putting Luca. And ahead. I'm not even I'm, a KD I guy. Like I just got to acknowledge I'm that. I'm good with putting Luca ahead of him. Mm. I am. He's in a triple double, basically. Luca. Of course he is. Yeah. He's been amazing. And I think that you. I think the problem that you having is you seeing KD as buckets, and we're talking about as an offensive force that Luca has been. He's and and what he creates for his unit. KD is primarily buckets. Now KD has been better defensively this year, which boils my blood, by the way. And the reason why it does is because what it shows me is that you could have been this defensive player in the past, only except you haven't been. Why have you never made an all league defensive team, KD? Why have you never been on an all league defensive team? One time in your career, you finished in the top ten in defensive player of the year once in sixteen years. Why have you not been a better defender? And why do I have to see in going into year 16 on a team that's inferior to the teams that you've been on in the past with Ibaka, not only with Ibaka, with the defensive player of the year in Draymond Green, where you were where you were better, where you could have been a defensive player of the year. This is why I have such a difficult time when I hear us talking about guys being superstars, where you see it inconsistent, where you see inconsistencies with these guys 
on the other side of the basketball. I've said this to you guys thousands of times, and I can't say it enough. The cheese is not extra. It comes with the burger. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd put Tatum in that superstar then because he has been consistent now for over a year on the defensive side of the ball. Absolutely. I hope you don't think I'm not calling Tatum a superstar. No, no, it's a one A one. We're getting very so, semantic, you know. Got to, man. Gotta, yeah. I can't have Steph, Tatum or KD. Embiid and shit. I gotta, huh? Tatum but you could have KD. Tatum in that conversation. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Huh? What? Tatum or KD? Still KD for me. By a slight, still KD. But Luca is over KD still. I never answered that I'm, question. I oh, am, you're asking me. I now. am. <sighs> yeah. God, that's so Luka's tough. Luca's better for me. than Tatum. I'm not saying you're wrong there, but KD might be better than both still. That's under, that's fine. You can it, there's no wrong Those answer. Three of them, yeah. Yeah, there's Those no wrong answer. Like, I, if oh, you're gonna say phenomenal. that KD's better than Tatum, I want the consistency that KD is better than Luca. Wait, and that's not a slight wait, to Luca. He thinks he thinks Luca is better than. Uh, but that's Tatum. what I'm saying. You think Luca's better than Tatum? I think Luca's better no, than Tatum. Did. I don't know if Drew does. What are you saying? I don't get the it's correlation close. though. It's close. Well, because I think Luca's better than both. KD's better than Tatum. I wanted to see your thought process through. Oh, there is a difference between play again, guys. We can't, we, we can't get off the track of playing better and being a better player, right? So this is why I this is why I mentioned to me, Rib, Rib and I had this conversation too. This is why I mentioned when you got guys. That's why I don't just go off of one on one. That's why I don't just go off of guys just being one on one guys because I've seen better players get outplayed. So because you're a better player than this guy doesn't mean that you can't get outplayed. Jason Tatum outplayed Kevin Durant. Correct. Is he a better player than Kevin Durant? There's a difference between playing better than a guy and being a better player. And I think that Kevin Durant at that point was a better player. But at this point, I think Jason Tatum is playing better. And I think you. that gap between him and KD is also closing. I'm with you. I, yeah, I do agree on the that. That's how the you, perfect thought process. Yes, but how do, you, how do you also process. take out that KD's been in the league for 15 years and we've seen him be this phenomenal for Tatum's all of these years? I know KD's Tatum, been playing a, very well this like, season so playing. far, too, on both sides. And it's facilitating aspect of things, too. Yes, KD's been focused primarily more <laughs> on getting his buckets, but even yeah. still, KD's an underrated passer. Well, it's all about no, what no saying. way. You ain't selling me that one. KD does not get off the field. No, he doesn't. He's buckets. No, no way. No, of course. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. KD when you buckets. think of Kevin Durant, you think of scoring one hundred percent. But that's Correct. why you need. That's why I say, and I've been pretty adamant on this. KD mm-hmm. as a passer is underrated. He gets his guys in spaces because of how drawn the defenses are to Kevin Durant. So if that's fair, so if, so if you're going to say that, then you can't tell me that he's underrated more than you can tell me that he's inconsistent. Because underrated inconsistent means that in what? inconsistent in passing. Because mm. if, the, if he's underrated, then that means that there's guys that are ahead of him as a passer. I there only, are guys that are ahead of him as a passer where you can go, yo, KD is a better passer than him. I only, only except he hasn't proven it. I only say underrated because people only, so I feel the, like people passer, only. Damn. How can wait? But how? How can, yo? That's a that is such a f- amazing question. How can we say KD is an underrated passer when? And I wanted to get that it, thought with, process with, out because when you think of ahead. Kevin Durant, you think of scoring. You don't think about all the other things that Who's he provides. Who's a better passer before this twenty game started? Damn, it, there was no. There was it was not a conversation last year. Kevin Kevin Durant was a better okay, passer. Yes, all right, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Well, you was thinking about no, it. I wasn't thinking no, about it. I thought you were going to tell me Tatum. No, I all right, good. KD. That's what I'm was saying. A better passer all right, year. I'm with you. Okay, all I right. Did, I even still, I I still think I would take KD. Okay. All right. The reason why I, I'm not going to label KD an underrated passer is because you look at the Boston series. The Nets got swept largely because KD wasn't efficient from the field, 
But when Boston would collapse their defense, he would not make the read quick enough and pass the ball. When we Who saw are you trusting on that team at that last year, you have to make the open pass. LeBron, I'm not disagreeing. LeBron, LeBron had opportunities where he didn't have to trust Good a point. damn soul, Good, and he different. made that pass. We're talking about arguably the but greatest playmaker make, of all time. Smart players, you make that. We, we pass. talked. Yeah, and I'm with you. OKC when they blew the three one lead. Very fair point. OKC when they blew the three one lead, KD was getting collapsed on by that Warriors defense. And they exploited the inability to play make at a consistent rate. That was also 2016. As years have gone on, he's what do you gotten mean? We just, better. We just saw him do it. Yes, but again, this was a different situation Memphis in my did opinion. the same thing. Again, you're going against arguably the best defense last season. And on top of it, the Nets players outside of Kevin Durant were mid. Make the right I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think KD is as good as a playmaker. Like when we're talking about out of the pick and roll and, and reading and reacting and passing the ball, then Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is better. Chris Middleton at that. is underrated at that shit. Yes, he's literally underrated. He's at underrated that. at that he shit. Can, he you, he you was guys, for a long time. You guys, go, you guys go let him off the hook with, with Kyrie Irving being mid. Kyrie was mid last in the playoffs. Obviously, it's Kyrie. Oh, it's you know, Kyrie. I, you know I, I've been very adamant on that one. <laughs> Kyrie was. Dog shit after game one. Game one, he was all world. Was Two, three, four. Game one, I mid. thought it was going to be masterclass after masterclass. Yeah, nah. nah. Not Tatum. He had a show Tatum, out for Boston. That's Tatum, why. Tatum spun game. off uh, of Kyrie, and Kyrie's ability to yeah. play basketball was gone after that. <laughs> so, OG, I want to respect your time. I know you yep. said you were on a time constraint. So, if I you am. want, we can do one more topic, or you can. Uh, we can keep going. We can keep okay. going. We can keep going. If I got to go, I'll let you know. I got to okay. bounce. Let's get to it then. So next topic, the Indiana Pacers. They're off to a great start, 11-7, fourth in the Eastern Conference. And fun stat, 95% of teams that have won their first 12 games in the first 20 have made the playoffs. You made awesome. this, you, No, he made that statement a, a couple of weeks ago when yeah. talking about the Wizards as one of the few teams that yeah. did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were one of the few teams that did not. Oh, for real? Yeah. Damn. 95%? Yes. It was at a five. Yeah, that's, that's, so, that's the jazz, so them, the Jazz, the Pacers should make the playoffs. No, not the Wizards. That was last year. The Pacers and the Jazz. No, I'm talking about like this year. Mm-hmm. I'd be this fucking year. hilarious if yeah. all three collapsed. Were what? the Cavaliers a part of that also? Or did they not win enough games to start the year? The Cavaliers right now? Last, last season. Year. Last season? I'm not sure. I don't think yeah. so. I, okay. I could be wrong, okay. though. We just seen Tyrese win Eastern Conference Player of the Week Shout along with De'Aaron Fox in the Western Conference. What do you think about Indiana? Is this just a hot start because they've had an easier schedule than usual? Or do you think that... They are going to be a playoff team, and what is this team trajectory if they are in fact are one? Well, regardless of if it's a hot streak or not, you got to give credit to the fact that they're playing at a high level. Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. I think we all came to the like we all understood oh, yeah. the ability Tyrese had as a playmaker, you know, as an offensive creator for his team, averaging a double double. Matherin, I think, was the one that that's we, crazy that popped that, up, yeah. especially coming off the bench. You know, you don't think he couldn't win rookie of the year in six minutes. Yeah, like game. you don't think a rookie coming off the bench can do this. Like this is nobody's seen this. You gonna mention so, Miles? Yeah, I'm getting to it. You know, Miles has been good. Buddy Hield has been career good. highs in almost every is, category, and he's still on the trade block, which is insane. But um, bring him to LA. Indiana's been really good. I don't know. If, I can't definitively say there'll be a playoff team. That's such a tough thing, and I can't definitively say playing? this will last. Even that, it's still maybe really? yes, maybe playing. I can see in the East. Playing, I, the playing, I can see them getting in. But there's a lot of tough teams right now. But um, I think right now if they keep continue to play on this high level, you know. They're, they're a top 10 offensive team. They're not good defensively. I think right now they got to get that going, but I, don't, I just don't think they have the pieces defensively to really be on that end. But I think Matherin eventually he'll start, and even if he doesn't, he's been amazing. Halliburton has upped his game. He's finally getting that ability. And I think Indiana, you have to really just give them credit. You were a year Two years bro, early. No, no, I was a year because it was last year. It was last year. Bro, you are you were uh, a year yo, early. Actually, I was you believed thinking about in the this. wrong point guard. You believed in Brogdon. <laughs> I was, th- believed in I was thinking about this while I was at the hospital today. 
And it really is crazy how both my agendas last season, yep. if they were this year, I'm looking like a savant. It really is upsetting. But you alluded to it already. Tyrese, we're talking about one of the only players. Right now, he's on track to be the only player in, in NBA history to average 2010 and shoot over 40% from three. He's been amazing. You mentioned Matherin. I want to highlight Miles Turner because I feel like he's been slided over these last couple of years due to injury, understandably so. But career high in points, career high in rebounds per game. He leads the NBA in blocks. He's always been amazing at shot blocking. 45% from three. That's what we've known from Miles Turner, that he is a great stretch five. Shooting 55% from field. That's also career high. Shooting a career high from the free throw line. The Pacers are playing very good basketball. You alluded to it a little bit. Do Have they had an easy schedule? Sort of, kind of, but they do have some big wins against the Pelicans, the Heat, whether you, you think that they're a solid basketball team or not, that's still a very good win. You beat the Raptors. That's another good win. But when they went on their streak... It's against teams that are so-so. They did just beat the Nets the other night. That was a good win as well. But Halliburton, I don't know if we're getting to this topic, but this is where I have a bulk of my my notes. We asked the question, is Halliburton a top 10 point guard? It's gotten to the point where I'm more comfortable with him being closer to 5 than being to 10. And now I have the list of guys. You tell me if I'm wrong. You have Curry, Luka, Ja, Trey, Dame. That's stamped. I think those are the five. This is where we can have some discussion. Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, Garland, it's James Harden. We have to include him in this conversation. I understand that James Harden primarily is regarded as a shooting guard, but he's more transitioned to a point guard. Drew Holiday, LaMelo at the bottom tier. If I missed a name, you let me know, but that's just what I have written down. Halliburton is closer to— Did you say Trey Young? Yes, I have Trey in the top five. It's Curry, Luka, Ja, Trey, Dame. That's five. Halliburton, De'Aaron, Garland, Harden. If Shea is a point guard, yes, I'm fine with that. But I've I've always associated him with as the he's two. He's a tweener. But Correct. He's a point guard. He's the one. He's the one for OKC. All right, then you have to throw Shea in this conversation. Absolutely, 100. percent And I would say yes. I would take Shea over over Tyrese. But he I is. I think him and Lamelo are a conversation. Who? Um, Lamelo. Halley and Lamelo. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think you can even. Is De'Aaron Fox? Is De'Aaron Fox in this conversation for you? I know that you've right been... Right now, yes. You have he to has, to, has to be, which is right why now. he's on this list. Is Halliburton closer to five than he is to ten? I'm saying yes. So what do you have in right now? Seven? Right. If you're putting Shea as a well, as a point like top guard... Top six, top five, maybe. Shea is, has to be... Because the five already, like I said already, Curry, Luka, John Morant, Trey Young, Damian Lillard. Is Harden a point That's guard? the five. I wouldn't put him as a point is, guard this year. Okay. And also, just so because he's been... Injured, I'm not going to put him on here. Okay. I actually do have Tyrese Halliburton closer to 10 than I do 5. And before I get to that, I will talk about the Pacers real quick. You guys mentioned, I just think right now what we're seeing with them is they are benefiting from an easy schedule, but we see how much of an impact having a lead guard who Absolutely. can facilitate at the level Tyrese can, can impacts healthy. your team. And in the offseason, Tyrese totally rewired how he played the game. He was... More so before this season, a playmaker, pass first. So this offseason, the main focus for him was getting into situations and reacting more as a scorer than as a playmaker because there would be times where he would drive to the lane and he has an open lane to get a layup, but he would make the pass instead of being aggressive. This year, he's been more aggressive in, the, in those situations, and that's something that he emphasized with his trainer in the offseason. And I just think we're, we're seeing it with the Jazz and with the Pacers that when you have a five-out system – even if you don't have the most talented players, you can get great offensive results. You have the Pacers with Tyrese, Andrew Nemhard who can shoot, 
Buddy Heald who can shoot, Miles Turner who can shoot, Jalen Smith who can Aaron shoot. Smith. When you stretch out the floor and you open the entire floor up, it just makes it so much easier to play offense. And the Indiana Pacers have a lot of players who can shoot the ball at a consistent rate. I don't think Miles Turner continues to shoot 40-plus percent from three. It's a crazy number. Yeah. That's going to come back down to earth. Let's see the attempts. We'll see what happens with Matherin. I do love Matherin's game a lot. When talking about Tyrese being a top-10 point guard, though, I made my point guard list a little bit different because I think, for one, the guard position in, in, in the NBA, you can get the better of one another on any given night. We've seen De'Aaron Fox get the better of John Morant the other night when they faced Memphis. It's just such a stacked position that I think these players are really close. Absolutely. So I made my list off of this season who I think have been the best point guards this year. Number one has been Steph. Absolutely. Third in PR. He's leading the best starting lineup in the NBA. Absolutely. Number two is Luka, 34-9-8. You can't argue with that. Nope. Number three is Ja. Correct. And mm-hmm. I w- Ja and SGA were close, three and four for me. But if you look at the per 36 numbers, Ja is better than SGA. It's just mm-hmm. SGA plays more minutes. But SGA, 31-5-6 on excellent efficiency. You don't even have to explain He's it. a locked-in top-five point guard. Now my list gets a little bit sporadic. This season, I De'Aaron, you have him as top. De'Aaron five. Fox has been the fifth best better point guard Dame? in the NBA. Better than he's Dame? been better than Dame this year. Come on, twenty-five, dude. five and six. He's shooting seventy-five percent at the rim, which is better than any guard in the NBA. He has forty-nine clutch points this season, the most in the NBA. And in clutch time, when you need a bucket, when you need a guy to elevate their play. Fox shoots 64% from the field and 57% from the three-point line. Just quick. Did you say Trey Trey Young's name yet? No, he hasn't. Trey Young is number six for me. I think Fox has been better than Trey Young this season. Is is De'Aaron Fox better than Trey Young? He's not a better player. Is no, De'Aaron Fox around. better than Tyrese Halliburton? He is better than Tyrese Halliburton. That's like, but wait, so De'Aaron Fox is not a better player than Trey. He's just been playing better. He's been playing better. But he's better than Halliburton. Oh, De'Aaron Fox is the better player all okay, around. Okay, I just want to make yeah. sure. I thought you were saying Fox was better than Trey. Okay, yeah. we're good. I think right now De'Aaron Fox is hitting his prime. He's hitting his stride. Do you think? He's finally in a system that fits I'm, his I, style listen, of play. I love De'Aaron Fox. So De'Aaron Fox has been the fifth best point guard in the league to me this season. Number six is Trey Young. His efficiency is just down. Once he gets that efficiency up, I have no problem putting him in top five, probably top four. Darius Garland has been seven, 24-2-8, shooting 42% from three. And he's doing this while sharing ball handling responsibilities with Donovan Mitchell. So that tells me if if you if he he's a lead guard for the entire game, he could be putting up better numbers. Number eight is Tyrese, only guard to average a double-double this season. Number nine is Dame. I dropped Dame because of the injury, injury. that he had. Fair. And then number 10 for me is Kyrie Irving, 25-4-4. Is he a point guard? He is a point he is, guard. Yeah, yeah, he is. I struggle with that one, but I understand where you're coming from. I do too. Um, Just like I struggle real quick, I struggle. talk about the Pacers because I feel like all of you guys kind of said the same thing. They're playing well, but it's also a very light schedule. Coming into this year, did any of us not no. have them as a, a bottom three seed in the East? We had them to be fun. We had them to be fun, but none of us even thought they were a possibility to be a I got playing burned. team. I got so we, burned we can clowns. say that they had a light schedule, but if we would have, before the season, looked at all of their I mean, teams they playing, right. they still, I know, but we still would have looked at it and said, Oh, all of these teams are better than the Pacers. All of these teams have more talent or, you know, we think are going to be better than them. But I think the most exciting thing, if you are a Pacers fan, is you're winning, but your two best players are the two core foundational pieces with Benedict Matherin and Tyrese. This is why you're winning. You're not winning because Buddy Heald is averaging 27 and Miles Turner is going well. crazy. That's a part. Buddy Heald, no, for sure. Both of them are key parts to why they are winning. But the two reasons why this team has taken a step up from last year is Tyrese, who they got, you know, halfway through the season last year. And Bendik Mathern, who is a top six pick coming off the bench now and playing 
par to par with Paolo, who is the number one overall pick. So we could say how the Pacers have had this easy schedule, but none of us at this table were expecting them to be anything close to 11-7 through saying, a month and a half. The teams that they've, they've beaten, I, they, beat I, the Nets. they beat the Pistons. I could have seen them being better than the Pistons. They beat the Wizards. I mean, before the season, the yeah, Wizards the Wizards higher, were better, yeah. For sure. They beat the Nets while the Which Nets were in the turmoil. The high. Yeah, for they sure. They beat the Nets last then night. They, they this, beat the Nets these, last these night. Were, these were good wins. They beat the Heat. They beat they the beat Pelicans. The a few times. Raptors. They beat the Raptors. These are great this wins. This is without Pascal Siakam, Siakam yeah, though. Yeah, I was about to say True. And then they beat the Hornets. They beat the Rockets. They beat the Magic twice. Hey, we sound like And then they just beat the Nets. Even still, though, they're beating teams that... We still Coming into the season, we, yes, that was a toss that up was, at best. That was my whole thing, too. I said that. I said, yes, there's some easy wins, but at the same time, there's impressive wins on this win and this win streak. Or OG, talk to us, man. Winning season so far. Hey, man, I, you guys just said it all. I look at the Indiana Pacers team, and I thought that they were a, a playing team. When I say a playing team, the 10th team at best more than anything. I didn't think that they were going to be as good as they are. Well, when I think about Halliburton and what he's brought to that unit, I mean, this – I'm not going to say it's not surprising, but I'm not going to say it's not warranted neither. Because, I mean, as a rookie, I mean, he played 58 games. Of those 58 games that he played, he had 18 games where he had seven assists or more. So it was obvious that it was there, that he could distribute the basketball, right? And he was improving every year. He went from five to seven to nine to now leading the league in assists. I think that Matherin has been the difference. I did not think Matherin was going to be as good as he is. He's been the difference. He's been one of the better transition players in the game. He's a better one-on-one player than I thought he was going to be and a better finisher. Add that to the fact that Miles Turner, who defensively, I expected he, – he, he's doing what I expected Correct. him to do. Correct. I just didn't expect this team to rally around him like they've been doing. Now, when I think about the Indiana Pacers as a whole, can they keep this up? Because a guy like Chris, Chris Duarte, Chris Duarte is so inconsistent. If he could get his play to continue, I mean, he had zero points last night. The game before that, he had 30. <laughs> so we can't have a dude go 30 and then the next night go zero. Okay, and the then the next night before that, he right goes nine mind. points. So, I mean, we're talking about guys like this who, if they could get a little bit more consistent, I think we, I think we can see a lot better Indiana team than what we've already seen. And the Pacers already have six games when they've been down 10 points to come back and win. So they yes. they did only done it five times all last year. I mean, they didn't win a ton of games last year, but six times come back from ten plus. That's you know hey, you man. got young guys, but that's they, coaching. They have guys. eleven, they have 11 yeah. wins. More than half of them have been when they're down double digits. Young, it's a young young. I don't want to say the word. It's a young. Damn, I'm trying to find the substitution. Know. Young player league. Yes, yeah. uh huh. It is a young men. league. No, I was gonna say um the other word. Got it. Yeah, uh-huh. I believe there's sixty. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, guys, I think that there's yeah, no, sixty guys. 60 in 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 the 2022-23 season we're going into. I think that there are 60 guys mm-hmm. in the entire league that are over the age of 30. Damn, it's wow. over. That's crazy. End of an era. Al Horford's one of them. Shout out. I do think Tyrese is in He's the same fantastic. tier as Darius Garland. I'm saying like, unfortunately, it's not this. I I have them Good in player. that same. I feel I like I have Halliburton, De'Aaron Fox, Garland, Lamelo, all in that group together. Well, that's where I'm at because if I look at the if I look at the league guards, I go. I go Steph, I go Luca, I go Trey, I go Ja, I go Fox, I go Shea, and I go Garland. That's as far as I'm going. After that, we're Damon. I mean, no Halliburton. I, and when I say Halliburton, I'm I'm talking about the guys in front of him. That's yeah, as far yeah. as I'm going. You didn't say Dame. Got it, got it. You didn't say Dame. I mean, Dame. If, if the season ended today, he only played half the season. He missed okay, eleven right. games. So I, I can't put him as a top tier guard right now in terms of a talent, mm-hmm. in terms of what he's been in the past. 
Which, by the way, Riv, and I know you don't want to hear this, but we might have to start having a conversation. <laughs> we might have to start having a conversation. Is Dame starting to break down? Are you, are you a Dame guy? <laughs> I am a Dame guy. Be- and I'm a Dame guy too, because you figure last season he missed he missed almost he missed almost half the season because of the ab injury. This year well, we got the Remember got he the, said he had that injury for like three years. Yeah, and, so it, and 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 it's starting to affect him even more. Now he's got the calf injury that's kept him out now. We're mm-hmm. looking at almost almost a month. It was two weeks before, yep. and now he's gonna be out another two weeks. Are we are we at a line to start having a conversation that Dame is starting to break down? I think if he has another like depending on how he comes back from his calf injury, if he has another one that extends him out for a little longer, then it's like all right. Don't Let's rush have him. This you don't have to rush him. You're playing with not have to rush him. You don't have to rush him. That's basketball. why they paid Simons. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But, and Simons, oh, but that, all this is all, else, all these moves are out the window if Dame isn't healthy. No, Jeremy for sure, Grant, for sure. Josh Hart, Simons. Simons look like a better. He like a better version of CJ, don't he? Simons is legit. He, he looks he's like a perfect he, he counterpart. Fit, he fits yeah. perfectly next to Correct. Dame. Correct. You don't need the ball. He's a heat. Like he, you get it's going up. Young. You don't got. He don't do too much. It's going right up. That's what he look like. But um. I hope Dame doesn't break down. Nah, man, for sure, for sure. But he gets another injury. It's like, ah. Not enough. And I, know, and I know we don't want to have this conversation because we've seen him for such a long time and we've seen him play at a high level. But these injuries now, here we are last season. We misses half the season. And here we are mm-hmm. this season. He's going to miss at least a month considering these two injuries are going to add up amazing. to a month. Right. And he's been playing. I, I thought before the season started, and I'm going to get back on Indiana. I don't want to, I don't want to get away from what we were talking about. I had him playing himself back into the top 10 this season. And the way he started, it looked like he was going that way. But then the calf injury. And then here we go again with the calf injury. So I'm starting to think that, damn, is Dame starting to break? He's only 32 years old. I get that. But is he starting to break down? Is that happening? I think it is. I should have had that opinion for AD. Well, here's the thing about you already know about it <laughs> we already know we already, we already know the story, i'm just being right? a prick i'm sorry yeah, yeah. i think i think with dame injuries are definitely catching up to him the same way that injuries are catching up to james harden and both guys dame not as much as harden but both guys have had to carry a tremendous load for their franchises for years on end with talent that was not enough at least to continue to continuously did you bring up james, make a conference finals or finals team. i'll take it easy dame we could talk did about not having harden? i don't know did he no no he did harden had two oh, years he just, when he had that i was just like you just bring up harden years. forever two years and they now joe make sure we clear joe make sure we clear joe that i'm not saying that dame is over because the skill set is still there yeah, he's it's obvious over. that it's still there just so that high level not, james harden isn't over at no point am i saying that dame is over because that skill level and him being you think like top 10 being at that level is over yeah i if, if if these injuries are starting to mount up yeah. and I have to start looking. You got you to gotta remember the young guys keep getting better. So if the young yes, guys keep getting do. better. Yes, they do. That's yes, they do. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the game is no. over, but is he starting to break down? That look, It looks like that's happening. But the great thing about Indiana is that this year they, they are the 10th youngest team in the NBA with an average age of 25. They're yeah. the second best fourth quarter net rating team last night. They came back against Brooklyn down in the fourth quarter. Matherin had 18 of his 20 points in the fourth, in the yeah. fourth alone. He's legit. And they've made the second most passes this season. So this is an unselfish team led by Tyrese Halliburton. But there's a lot of good pieces on this roster, and they just elevated Kendall Brown. I think you have Tyrese. You have Matherin, Chris Duarte, Jalen Smith. Miles Turner, we'll see how he fits into this mix. But the he Patriots have a lot of young talent. He's been, he, they, they, they've, in the offseason, they talked about they wanted to keep him with him and Halley. But he's still on the trade block. You know, they're still receiving calls. So it's like 
If you're gonna move them, move them. I think it's just I don't the think they're getting. Concern. I don't think they're getting offers that are good. You know what I'm saying? No, it's the I injury concern with Miles. Bad. When he's on the court this year, he he's been great. He had a stretch of I think four or five straight double doubles. Yeah. Bring, bring the averaging Miles two. You have nothing to give. Twenty twenty seven first round pick in twenty twenty nine. Yep. Talk your shit. Look at you, Delhi. I'm not, I'm not, not giving that up for Miles Turner. That's I what you have you. to offer. I really could. Is beat that the not hell your best right deal now. of 2027, 2029 first? Do you even want to give up Russ now? Let's be honest. Hell no. Probably does. So <laughs> on to the last topic of the show. We're going to be reading tweets that fans sent in. We have seven tweets here. Now the first tweet is from A Train Big Dog. The Clippers can't stay healthy. Warriors Don Curry minutes are all time bad. The Mavs have no secondary creator to help Luca. The Grizzlies can't get all their guys Damn. on the court at, at once. CP3 looks to be in a decline. When Denver gets Jamal MPJ integrated, Whoa. they should be favored what, what, in the what West, What does this right? guy do? I think he cooked every team. He just team dropped like Denver. nine <laughs> facts in one tweet, but uh, uh, my almost God. Almost everything he said was, was he, yeah, he yeah. feels like Denver should be favored in the West, The right? only one I don't love is Memphis. I feel like it's still early in the season to feel that way, and these guys are still super young. Bain had an ankle sprain. Denver could be the favorites. Oh, no, Denver, I'm fine with all. We had them coming in. We had them. I had them as the number one seed. Yeah, I had them. You had them as a tier one seed. I had the number two. Yeah. You had Minnesota one. Yeah. I wasn't going to throw that in. I just wanted to highlight myself. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I had the Warriors one. I had them too, and it's still possible. Bro, no, I know, I know. But it's just they're the what, the eleven seed? I know they're like three games back. That's what I'm saying. It's just funny looking at the standings. I'm gonna lead you guys to it. I gotta bounce. Okay, OG, perfect. No doubt. I'm I'm, I'm gonna lead you guys to it. This was awesome. Like I told you before, you know when you know where to find me. I don't really answer the phone a lot, but when these guys call, I answer the phone. So you guys know where to find me, but I gotta bounce. Appreciate you, OG. Thank you, OG. Guys, take it light, guys. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Take a light, but what's his saying? Take it light, but take it. Now, on to the second tweet. <laughs> That's actually nuts. That's insane. Do you think the Bulls have a chance of making the playoffs? At <sighs> Mebby Bear tweet. Play in or us. playoffs? Playoffs. Well, I mean. Uh, Got to get in the playoffs. I'm assuming, I'm assuming by this statement, he means. It's a shit. Pl- really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What you said? Yeah, inclusive. Oh. No, no. It's a she? Really? It's a she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. What's your what, what, handle? At Mevy Bear. I know her. I think. Is, that, is she a Toronto fan? No, no. I think she's a Bulls fan. No, that's nice. that's Mel Mel Gill, right? That's Something what I was like thinking that. of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shout out to her. Um, Good God, I don't even know. This is what person. I'm assuming. That she believes that they have a chance at the play-in, but in the play-in, they make the playoffs. I mean, I, it, it, you know, this team is I'm going to say no. Because one day we'll beat the Bucks, and I'm just like, ah! Then we'll go beat Boston, and it's like, Yeah! And then we lose to Orlando. Well, listen, the easy answer is no. I mean, we know, we know the Bulls are missing the playoffs this year. They're just inconsistent, Probably bro. missing the play-in most offenses, likely. I mean, look, offenses. What if Lonzo comes back and changes everything? I'm praying yes. to God. Let's do it. Let's do it. We know the Bulls aren't that good. We know that, right? No, we're actually good. The Bulls, we the like, Bulls offensively we're good against, is just tough. When we played top-notch teams this year, Zach, we're good. Zach has taken a step back, obviously. Yeah. DeMar has... DeMar is still good, but last year he was just historic. So when he comes down from being historic, DeMar still been crazy. No, he went. Down know, like a point. I know, but even still, last year, I mean, he, how many fucking game-winning shots was he hitting? He was breaking Wilt records. Like, he's still been really good this year, but when you take away some of those outlier, you know, type of stretches last year, your offense comes down. And Lonzo, of course, too. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you if... We, I don't know. I don't know. Now the we can make the tweet, plan. I think we'll make the plan. The third so tweet is from at Isaiah underscore Cruz one. 
Three early predictions for buyers and sellers at the trade deadline. The Warriors have to be a buyer. They need a bench piece. LOL. I'll put in the Mavericks as a buyer. I think they should be a buyer at the trade deadline. Dude, Lakers are a couple Lakers, pieces you're away. You're a buyer all year. <laughs> um, a couple pieces away. I guess the Warriors. Uh, Utah are sellers. Sellers, for yeah. sure. I think Indiana Spurs. will be sellers. Spurs are... What do they have to sell? Oh, per- yeah. I want them to keep them. Yeah. I think so the Cavs we- will be buyers. Cavs should be yeah, buyers. Yeah, another wing. I think even Boston might a little bit be buyers for another big. Another the Suns will be buyers. Well said. Sellers also. Jay Crowder. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams. Lakers are buyers in life. They just need everything. Um, the um, I think the, Rockets are sellers. If the, heat, if the Heat continue to struggle, Pressure. unbelievable. If the Heat continue to struggle, do you no, think they still keep this core together? Clean. I do. Not clean. obviously Jimmy Butler. That was fan, so clean. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. I think that's one of the tweets um, that we have here too. Okay. The Rockets are sellers in my opinion too. Gordon, Gordon, go put Gordon somewhere else, yeah, man. To, or Eric Gordon, yeah. There's, I don't think there's many teams that are fire Gordon. selling in Gordon the Hayward's NBA. I don't think Outside needs, of maybe yeah. Utah, maybe. I think the I Nets think could put themselves in that position if they don't play better. and the they're buy just, or sell. Like, sell. Okay. Like, oh, we just got to blow this team up. I think they could be You think Washington becomes deadline. sellers for Denny? Interesting. I think or they Rui? probably keep them. I think they probably keep them. I would say the Bulls are not far from being sellers. The Hornets? That's a good that's a good. Team. Sell um trading. I mean, Gordon, funny, you know what's Hayward funny about the Bulls? We much. actually have a lot to sell to get back into a rebuild. Like I think our, if we rebuild, we it'll be it'll be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. We got a lot of dudes we can is sell. Is anyone would you trade is anyone untouchable? Like you keeping Demar, you keeping Sack, uh, everyone's on the table. Everybody outside Alonzo can fucking go. Oh yeah, Io. Keep him. You gotta keep Io. Uh, Lonzo could stay. You're you real keep, for being you keeping real. Lonzo. Yeah, you keep Lonzo. Even with his this knee, he's injury? not gonna have a market with his injury. Okay, so you keep that's him. Fair, that's keep fair. Lonzo. You won't get Io. what he's actually worth when yeah, he's Yeah, so it's like everybody else though. You can get you a lot. Vooch, for Vooch, you trade Kobe White. Even Vooch, you just let him walk. Uh, Kobe. I wouldn't let him walk. I want something back. From well, him. I mean, no, I'm saying if you can't get anything at the deadline. You just let him walk. You get your money back. Zach, you can get a lot for Zach. Demar, you probably not. You probably get one first rounder. No, um, I, Alex, you can get a lot for Caruso. Get a lot for some you guys. can they get just more than a first. first for he's thirty four. That's old, and his contract is big. It's not big, but it's big. Yeah, you have to match the contract too. Which is Caruso, you can get a lot. You can get some things for Caruso. Uh, Patrick Will, you can get some things. I think we'll be if we sell, rebuild, be cool. <laughs> How about you guys I, just I give us back Caruso? No, you have nothing. I, I don't want that hug. stupid ass twenty twenty seven pick. I don't. <laughs> you don't like, want a hug? No, <laughs> I don't even know who's in the twenty twenty seven class. I don't want that shit. They're like fucking sophomores. Yeah, like, I don't, I'm not looking at them. I, don't, I want if we sell right now. I will be all in. I promise you. The next tweet is from Ruthless, Ruthless Rootster. Rudy. The Shout out to him. Shout Rudy. out to the diving DP. The importance of coaching is really showing in Sacramento. What is this team ceiling, not just this season, but moving forward with this group of players? What's the team? I think they could they could go Wait, on who, some. Team? The Kings. Oh, I didn't hear the Kings yeah. part. I mean. What's their. They're, uh, just, they're in a weird spot, are they not? They are. Because, like, how. The ceiling, I, th- I still think they need another guy to be, do. like, a consistent, I like. I feel like they need another, like, superstar yeah, level. Maybe they not really want another well, all-star guy. I guess it depends you know? on what the ceiling we want to talk for Kevin about. Durant. Their ceiling's a first-round exit. The ceiling's a first-round exit. This year, with this group, I think first-round exit. And that's a huge win for the first Kings. First-round exit, but a very tough series. Yes. The Kings will give a fight. And that's with all due respect to the Kings and what they've done so far Well, I mean, they got the coach. There's just better teams. So they got the coach. Where do they go from here? They got the they have a, a lot of really good pieces. Mm-hmm. And you defensive have Fox. pieces. That's what they need. Yeah. That's what they need. Do they have cap next year? I don't think they have a lot. Maybe like 20, 20 okay. mil, 25? I'll let you know. Right. They got some big contracts. Sabonis so has a good contract. Yeah. Um, Fox. Fox has 30 mil. Herder has got, got some bag. Barnes, I think he's up. Um, Davion Mitchell, you got to pay him eventually. Uh, Keegan but Murray's I mean, a good one. Yeah. like They're, they're in a weird, good spot, though. They have, they, no, they got money. They got, how much they got? 
There's no is free agents class. Yeah, that's what I was about. It's just Harden and Kyrie and role players. The only people they're like two years from now. The only people they're paying top dollar really is Fox and Sabonis. And Aaron and Sabonis doesn't even count. He's making eighteen five. Really? Sabonis doesn't have a huge contract. Nice. And they got some things they could do. And now it's a matter is it of making convincing people to So the guaranteed money remaining, De'Aaron has $134 million on his contract left. Yeah. Sabonis has $38 million left on his contract. So he has to get paid in like a year or two. Yeah. Kevin Horder just got paid $65 million, but you're looking at that contract and you're thinking, Over how many years? That's a that great, that's good, a great yeah, yeah. value. He's getting 14 for, a year, essentially. Yeah, four years. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. For four that's less deal. than yeah. Sabonis. Wow. Okay. That's it. And that's it. That's the that's the money. that and Well, Barnes is up. I know Barnes is up. I was about to say, Barnes is still on the... Deal on the contract for like two more years. Sean is he's he's getting paid thirty six million Ugh, on eleven. He doesn't play. Remember when you? That was me. No, I was definitely. Remember when you? I liked Sean. I I thought it was a conversation between him and Jared Allen. Wow. I was, L. At the time, it was close. It wasn't. <laughs> Shut you up. You just were bugging. No, no you were literally were just bugging. Yeah, that was during your really legendary good. summer where you was like Lakers 65 wins. <laughs> like you were on a legendary tour hilarious. right there. Like you were just bugging. If that was this year, man. Besides the Lakers, of course. You're wrong. We've been good. We've been good. Legendary Next tweet right is here. from at Draymond Plus the show, So that's all I'm going to say. Drake numbers. Who are you taking for the future? Halliburton <laughs> or Darius up. Garland? I'm taking Garland. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah, you know I'll take yeah. the more athletic guy. Halliburton's more athletic. Shifty, quick. There you go. Which also that's has a good to do question. with athleticism. No, it really, really is. Shifty. It is. They're in the same tier. Yeah. Who? Garland and Halliburton and Garland. They are. The way Halliburton's playing this year, he's leveled up. Garland That's has stayed the same. No, he didn't. He's adjusting. That's fair. But I'm saying, you know. Oh, he's wise. playing better than he did last year, Garland. Technically. Yeah, yeah but Halliburton has taken a step. Yeah, and that step is now, like, close to Garland. I agree. I know, but I think, Garland uh, has taken a step. Uh, Bice off slightly Garland. I would lean slightly yes, Garland. I like, I like his close. bag of tricks. Best. Very close. I would go with Garland as well. This is from at JoeMo11. If AD Ooh. keeps up this level of dominance, what is the Lakers' ceiling as currently constructed? Still dog shit, but no, um, I would say our ceiling's the plan. Playing, yeah, it's it's playing. been, playing. It's been. I mean, if it's playing, didn't anything have can... you guys in like a sneaky contender tier? He did, and I'm yeah. gonna continue with that. Oh, you think I give okay. a flying fuck? But you just said you, you, your ceiling has always been that the play. No, to, to the general consensus, that's not me. Oh, okay. Well, then you should answer to you. Well, uh, what your ceiling is? We know what it is. So what I have to repeat? I no, I we it's know. A fucking Baja, baby. Okay, okay. don't Shit. play with us. So it's actually eight tweets. The next tweet is from Uptown Squirrel. Squirrel. I feel that if Curry wins another ring, he surpasses Kobe all time. <laughs> I, being a very avid Curry stand, cannot stand for that. No, he, Kobe it's is not nuts. I think it is. No. I think it is. No. I, I can't put Curry over Kobe. He needs a lot more than Now, let me ask you. Is Magic over Kobe in your opinion? Yes. Magic is top five and player Magic ever and, to me. Magic and Curry are in a conversation if he no. wins one more? I don't. I, where do you have Curry right now? 10 or 11. And Kobe. I have Magic at four. And Kobe yeah. at what, like six? Seven or eight. Magic deserves to be that high. 11, 7, 8. A, a chip doesn't do it with everything no. else Curry has. Curry has no all-NBA defensive teams. Kobe, hey. has, Kobe has 10 plus. Kobe Curry, has 30,000 points. Curry changed the game of basketball. I agree. Kobe's the basketball. He is basketball. I know. Listen. Kobe I, is, yeah. the sec- is, the, is the only thing close to Michael Jordan who's the best player of all time. I don't think a ring would do it. He needs Curry. The, the, the sad, not the sad part. Curry's peak started a little after. That's true. And then he got hurt. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like His peak did start later than you Yeah, later than him. you want. And even then, Kobe has longevity. I just think people, like, 
Any like I don't I have Kobe in my top seven. But it's not like eight. the longevity for Kobe back after the career, you know, steps up with you, Curry's you have, back no, after you have his Duncan career. over Kobe, correct? Yes. Okay. I do. But I I, I think Magic and Curry is a significant. Because Curry, you prime. also have Will Chamberlain out of your top ten. I also I have Will that's, Chamberlain yeah, right after crazy. Steph. I have Will. Will, I have Bill in because he has eleven rings. You can't knock that. Oh my! <laughs> but I, I don't have Will in my top. He's right at eleven. That's respect. No. But um, yeah, Kobe. Nah, Kobe. Kobe. Nah, Kobe. Nah. I have Kobe over Bird. It's a conversation. I don't even think if Curry gets a ring, I don't even think he passes Bird. And I have Kobe over Bird. Kobe over Bird, strong. Uh, this is Kobe's the last him. tweet from at Napping I, I, I feel like you said this is the last tweet, like the last three in a row. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> he I probably did. did. <laughs> no, I did. I really did it. This last tweet. Miami should sell high on Bam, Jimmy, and the role players. They have no future now, and with this draft class, they need to blow it up and get back as many picks as possible. Imagine what Spoke could turn the Thompson Twins or Drake Whitehead into. Listen, I love the Thompson Twins, but why would you trade Bam? He's 24. Yeah, his contract isn't that bad. I don't think the Heat needs to blow it up. They just need to get healthy. The Heat right now could, could keep the same roster and still not make the playoffs and get a lottery pick. They could do that. They do have their pick. Yeah. But how long are you going to wait for that lottery pick to blossom? Jimmy's 33? I think it's better to to have oh, that. Lowry's. I think uh-huh. it's better to have that lottery pick learn right. under the players they have. That's true. And Lowry has been, Lowry hasn't Lowry's been, been okay. bad. Yeah, he's been good. I mean, if they get a Thompson twin, Liddy, but... Um, I mean, their young core right now is Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. Which is That's fine. That's okay. That's like, it ain't nothing. And uh, 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 Jovic. Jovic. Yeah. He's all right when he well. plays. He's all right. Like It ain't bad. Like, I don't think that Miami... We're going to talk about them... But I don't think they should blow it up. I don't think it's that time right now. They can wait a little bit, especially when the contracts aren't that bad. Harold just got his bag. Bam is like in year two of Duncan his bag. Robinson's bag is, Duncan Robinson bag. Yeah. Is, that's the one they that's need to go. But Jimmy's one. fine. He's still putting up his regular season numbers. He's just you know you know in the playoffs Jimmy's gonna be ready up. to play. Yeah. So if they make it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all you need Jimmy for is one plan. You get him. Knicks in, are making it, baby. You guys are fucking horrible. Now I'm playing. Now I'm making it. <laughs> I mean, if you don't make it, I try to catch a vibe with you, and you do that. We're that gonna was, be a playing team. No, you're not. The Bulls aren't though. We'll be better than you. Okay, we'll see. It's early. You won't be better. Why do you guys catch like a game or two of each other? He, he catches victory laps early, and then he takes L's in April. Oh, I know. That's I all know, that matters. You don't have, have somebody better like than Kyle Kuzma on your team. We do. Respect. His name is Demar. Jalen Brunson is like that. It's clearly Demar. Jalen Brunson is like that. I would still take Levine. I don't care how bad he's been. I swear, I don't. I take Jalen Brunson over Brunson. Jalen Brunson's been one of the better finishers in the Brunson's league. Brunson's been solid as hell. He has been solid as hell. Love it's Brunson. a shame he didn't stay in. Uh, you have not beaten one good team this year. Yes, I can say that now. You have not beaten hey, one good team. And you guys don't We've beat the bad five. teams. It's fine. It'll, it'll eventually stack I mean, up. They, they beat the last year, Celtics what was the issue? Yeah, I mean, the Celtics was, no, last year was the issue. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't beat a top six team yeah. to save your life. Now it's now, now the, opposite. The, the, the bad wins are going to catch up, bro. It's We're going to start Lonzo winning those. Back, bro. The energy's yeah. going to shift. Yeah. I'm dead ass. Wait till Zoe comes back. Energy's shifting. Okay, oh you need to stop saying that because we don't know when he's coming back. We don't have a clue. You seem very confident that. It could be next year. We don't know when he's coming back. Manifest. Listen, bro. I've been manifesting for like a year, bro. I don't know when he's coming back, bro. We're just hoping he gets out. Caruso and Zoe, arguably the best yeah, defensive um, How does it feel to know Cam Reddish is your best defender? Good. He's a good defender. He's great. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. RJ Barrett stinks. I know. I said it. Last I know. Show. I just, but you were so high on him. I guess. L. You, you told us one day that when you hit, you hit. But my God, when you miss, <laughs> woo, you miss. Oh, I feel hitter. that, so. You're, that. you're like, I mean, um, when, and I actually, it's give, me, funny. give me an analogy for this baseball. He's like um somebody who, when he home hits, run home strike run, out. Yeah, Rizzo, when he misses, Kingman. 
Whoever the fuck that is. You're Dave King. Or no, Gallo. Sorry. Not I mean, Dave King. And, and actually, King, for the ball knowers, that's actually a mwah. Fuck Dave when King we was. had the King segment about the play, being them, them being a playing team. You aced that. I said in the beginning like, of, the, of, the, of, the, of that segment, okay. I project teams great. You're and when I hit, I hit. And Sacramento was that team for me this season. Minnesota was an L. Doesn't count. Whoa, 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 season. Yeah, yeah. What? Wait, what? Huh? Why does Minnesota count? And then you dissed us. Yeah, you called us. Yeah, you called us casuals. Called us casuals for not having the one. So then, last season, the team I had was Minnesota surprise team. Then the season before that was the Phoenix Suns. So I've hit on my teams each year. But you also missed on Minnesota. Like you literally just and the Nets. Yeah, those were your two. Those were your two biggest agendas in each conference. And they mm. both are complete flops so far. You think so? I you actually, yes. you, yeah, that's a fact. It, it was specifically Nets over Celtics, and you missed which on makes Philly. it worse. Hey, listen, you know, if you guys want, and you hate, said you that, and you said that, you said last JB year, and JT no, no. weren't a top five duo. And you also said last year, you said last year, year when no, Harden, I got, said not a top five star. Oh no, I had them like fifth in star lineup. You said last year when not Harden got traded that Philly was winning. Can y'all show me this footage? Because y'all be lying. I have to find it, but you had them low as fuck. That, I'm pretty sure that was the through the wire episode. It was probably the third best duo, bro. I, it was probably no. Harden it was actually no. The starting lineups they weren't top five. It was Harden and no. I had the starting. No, you didn't. I'm, uh, okay, they might have been outside the top five, but in terms of duos, maybe I had Harden and Embiid over them. You definitely had Durant and, 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 and Kyrie. You definitely had Durant and Kyrie. And you had Giannis and, and Middleton. So, so four maybe probably. Four, you know, that's embarrassing. It's, it's not. You embarrassing. probably put Steph and, and Dre over. There's no, a good chance. I no. believe. I I 100 believe that. I know Katie and Kyrie for a fact or above. I fact. mean, even if that's true, this is not a bad take. The Cur- Curry oh, no, and that duo take. beat the beat the. Oh no, Curry, fine. fine, whatever. I'm saying yeah. Kyrie and Katie. Respect, respect, yeah, like, respect. He's an honorable Stop guy, man. Stop uh, listen, I love Stop you, but oh, somebody asked us, uh, Messi over .5, he scored. He did. He's yeah, him. Who's Argentina playing? They play I don't watch the world. So that's like gonna do it for this episode of the Pick Aside Podcast, episode 232. You can follow us on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod, on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast. Thank you for watching. And or listening. Shout out to our boy OG. Shout out to our boy OG. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Hey there, I'm Brandon Gelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, visit wefunder.com slash bluewire.